Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Elon Musk was speaking at a New York Times event and he was asked about advertisers in the boycott and he said, go F yourselves. And we're going to play that video for you. He said, anybody who wants to try blackmailing me with money, go F yourselves in a powerful statement. He goes on to talk about his motivations and he makes really great points. There are these companies that pretend to do good while doing evil just so they can earn those ESG scores, whereas he sees what he's working on is genuinely doing good, but being attacked relentlessly. And I agree. We got more news, too. This morning, Rumble announced a lawsuit against a group of activists that target conservative media or just in general politics and uh, media platforms they don't like and tried to get their ads pulled. Chris Pavlovsky, the CEO, said the cavalry is here announcing this lawsuit and well, the rumor is there's going to be many, many more lawsuits. And uh, before the show, I saw a very, very interesting story. UFOs. And you know what that means? Hunter Biden's in the news again, because apparently they found these erratic payments from what? Where was it from? Like from China or something? Yeah, from China in 2018. From China in 2018. No, literally, literally. So, all right, all right. Breaking kayfabe here a little bit. So Tim was going through show prep. Yeah, looking at headlines, <laughs> looking at headlines, going, all right, we're going to talk about, like, you know, he works out his segments, he's got the titles, you know, pre-planned for tomorrow, whatever. And then he goes, oh, look, UFOs, there must be some Hunter Biden news just dropping. And then Libby's sitting there go going, wait, there just was Hunter Biden yeah, like news. She's like, and you didn't know that. She's like, no, the Hunter Biden story from earlier. And I was like, what? And you're like, 20 minutes ago, the Hunter Biden story about the payments. And I was like, no. <laughs> so that's the news. Before we get started, my friends, head over to castbrew.com and buy our coffee. Why? <laughs> because it's the best coffee you'll ever have. Uh, Appalachian Nights is so good. We, we we sell out an insane amount. We're constantly trying to re- Oh, oh we're sold out. Okay, now, <laughs> we're sold out of ground Appalachian Nights, but we still have Appalachian Nights whole bean. And we also have K-Cups, and uh, we've got light roast, dark roast. It's, it's ground, it's whole. And you can join the Cast Brew Coffee Club. If you want to support our work, we're building a coffee shop, as many of you know, and uh, we want to create physical locations around the country where you can hang out with like-minded individuals. That's the plan. That's why we're launching a coffee company for our coffee shops, but it's easier to create the coffee than it is to, to make the building, so it's taking some time. But also, don't forget to go to TimCast.com, click Join Us, so you can hang out in the members-only Discord with like-minded individuals, because we're trying to build culture and community. But also, you'll get access to our uncensored members-only show tonight at 10 p.m., where you can call in and ask us and our guests uh, ask us and our guest questions. It'll be a whole lot of fun. Generally, if you support this show and the work we do, become a member because that is the principal way that we fund the operation and grow the operation. So we uh, we rely on viewers like you to keep these programs going and expanding. Don't forget to also smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Sharing really does help. Joining us tonight, as you already know, we got Jack and Libby. Jack, what up? Jack Posobiec here from Human Events, and I just got to say, man, I, I I really agree with Elon Musk and his statement just there. You cannot blackmail me for money. And if you want to try to blackmail for me for money, then... I don't, you know how much we talk on like, like maybe you know let's let's let's, let's chat let's chat. I, I, mean, I don't, I don't like, quite have Elon money, so it's like, like a million give, dollars. Give me, a call. give me. I, I mean a billion. <laughs> 
Well, we'll get I into that. I, I got a lot, I got I a lot to say about this. I got. I could, I could do a lot of free speech for a billion dollars, Tim. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Buys you a lot of pillows, you know, tons. Hannah Buy you a lot of pillows from mypillow.com. Promo code post. Have you completed your MyPillow <laughs> Christmas order yet? I just have a quick question. Have you have you taken advantage of the Christmas sale? Because I mean, I'm just I've been checking. I've been looking over your shoulder. I've been keeping an eye on everything that you're doing there, Hannah. Have you have you completed your Christmas Ooh. order? There's a lot of intense staring happening Ooh. right now. I'm just going to look through it. What, yeah. What Wait. Was what? What was that? My Pillow.com, promo code, no, promo code you, Poso. I don't know who Hannah is. I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer <laughs> for uh, Scanner, formerly Tim Cast News. I'm not used to saying it yet. Well, it's not formerly Tim Cast News. It's actually it's still kind uh, of SCNR has been around longer than Tim Cast News. Well, but I was with Tim Cast News Force. I was formerly with Tim Cast News, and, and now I'm with Scanner. Yeah, Tim <laughs> fired me, then rehired me in the like quickest chain of successions. It was a lot. It was a very traumatic day. No, yeah, S- S- uh, SCNR.com has been around for a while. Do we call it SCNR instead SCNR of Scanner? SCNR or Scanner, whatever you want to call it. I, I like S- Scanner. But it's it's like if people are trying to look for the website, mm. scnr.com. It's uh it's getting off the ground. We've got a lot of plans for it. There's other people involved. We have uh, uh, this one actually is from uh, f- several years ago, overcoming some legal challenges. But it's back. It Articles back. are starting to populate. And uh, Shane Cashman wrote this crazy article about Dude. going with these uh, uh these pedo. Ha- he uh, sent me uh, that. Yeah, that it's, was... it's a wild story. Yeah, it's but totally yes, wild. Hannah Claire is also a writer for Scanner. Yes, I am a writer for Scanner, which is new to me, but not new to everyone. And Tim Casper and Libby's here. Hey, I'm Libby Emmons. I am with the Post Millennial and HumanEvents.com. And I just want to say, I think they're doing some kind of manhunt around the property. I'm wondering boys. what it is. It's all over. There's, 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 like, there's like a helicopter flying at like 50 feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I thought it was so gone. It and it seemed to be gone. So you know what they're doing? They're, that's, you know, it's it's flying, Hunter Biden it's flying in circles. No, they've got, no, it's, it, they're, it's the they're, UFO, they're, that's right? concentric circles. They're, if yeah. if they, it is, there is a manhunt. They're either looking for someone or they're doing training as if they're looking for someone. Well, it's awfully close do. to the ground. So it's weird that you quiet. have this this spin, though. You're saying that they're looking for someone. They're pretending to look for someone. It's definitely not you. You're you not on the run. No, no, it's it's just training. It's totally, that's just a weather balloon, buddy. Don't worry about that. It's some swamp <laughs> okay. gas. It's okay, a bunch Montana. of swamp gas out there. So we got Serge Press of the Buttons. Yeah, I'm here. Just uh, listening to Jack talk about his uh, operation going on outside. So it'll get, it'll get quieter, and then it'll get louder, and then it'll get quieter, and then it'll get louder. And then I will find the person who has been using promo code TANYA within this <laughs> oh zip code. Goodness. We tracked it to a single computer. Someone who said they formerly worked for Timcast News now works for something called SCNR. Uh, I have no idea who she is, but yeah. we will track her But down. Tanya's a great lady. Have you guys met her? She's fantastic. Yeah. She's all right. She's yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah I, I'm just I like going to say. Her. I like her. I'll keep her. Yeah. So promo yeah. code Tanya? Tanya. Or, no, that doesn't right. exist. That's not a real thing, oh, as a matter okay. of fact. It's I a sting operation. But you would it's only know if you test it out. From the start, <laughs> which right. you should never do. Let's jump into this first story from SCNR.com. Scanner. What a cool news Elon, site. I love it. Yeah, Elon Musk on advertisers withdrawing from X. <laughs> we're getting we're getting off to an early start, so earmuffs your kids. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Wow, oh, man. Wow. By the, the way, whole t- world, Tanya, you can probably not have the kids watch that's a quote. back home. <laughs> the whole that's world. That's why I said F in the beginning, because I said we're going to play the video. <laughs> you need the context. The whole world will know those advertisers that killed the company. This is what I've been saying. I was saying... In 2018, when the adpocalypse happened on YouTube, I said, if, if Coca-Cola or insert company, let's say Coca-Cola as an example. I don't know if they boycotted, but let's say they go to YouTube and say, we're going to pull our ads off because of the brand safety issue. YouTube should have said, well, okay, I guess we can give all of your ad space to Pepsi instead. And they would have been like, wait, no, that's really bad for our brand. Yeah, we're going to go give it to your principal, actually RC Cola. RC Cola is getting all of your ad space now, free of charge. Remember Joel Cola? 
Can we give it to Joel Cola? Yes. Oh, I love yes. Joel Cola. What's the Bring thing it back. That Bring Joel Cola um, back. Insane Clown Posse guys drink? Fago. 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 Yeah, gotta, let's put it in that. Let's Fago. play, let's, let's play this clip. I used to drink uh, Joel at the South Street Diner. Surge, remember Surge? All right, here we yeah, go. Here's yes. the clip. Apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. <laughs> <laughs> If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. Yes, dude. It's like nervous laughter. Look at Sorkin. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. Ah! Is he doing it? Okay. In case he okay. wasn't okay. clear there. the first oh, time. Oh, you call him out? Hey, Bob. Here in the wow. Because uh, well, Bob well, Iger spoke you then. earlier that day. Yeah, Bob that's Iger, yeah. That's how you I think feel. he's still in the room, actually, yeah, when he's saying he this. How do you think then about <laughs> Absolutely amazing when he's like, I hope they stop. You can what? he actually freezes. Stop advertising. Yeah. He actually freezes for a second. So so Andrew Sorge, he this is a guy, you know, he's CNBC, but he's kind of like their golden boy. Then he goes on, this is the New York Times Summit. This is like the masters of the universe of Wall Street. They're all there. Yeah. Elon comes in. This is where Jamie Dimon, I think earlier in the day, came out and urged everyone to get behind Nikki Haley. They're like, hey, let's get the Uniparty back together. Yep. <laughs> you know, let's let's do it, guys. Remember we used to run game before Trump? We're gonna do that again. And and Sorkin was totally down. And everyone was fine with that. Like you can you can be totally fine by telling people that you want to go on a murderous rampage and invade the Middle East and kill thousands of people. That's cool. And and nobody bats an eye. But if you tell advertisers to f off, then everybody loses. I was going to say you can you can advocate for attacking Russia. War, yes, uh, nuclear uh, war. Nuclear war. But if you say we're going to build a wall on our southern border, well, now you're a bigot, racist, and must be stopped. And there's no way to afford that. We couldn't possibly afford three billion for the wall, even though we're paying what four hundred fifty billion for all the illegals. It's billion or million. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's billion. It's actually a billion. It? It's did, like a factor. You, did, it's like, you, I almost can't believe this. You see Chicago, they're building the camps. I love with it. churches? They're building I love it. two camps with churches? No. No, 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 no. They have big empty industrial lots. I'm mixing up stories. You, and you they're in two, in two areas in the south side of Chicago, they're building a brick and mortar migrant camp. And then they're also building a tent city. Well, you see, th that'll be perfect for once we get in power for the mass deportations to start. Because Stephen Miller is going to run up there himself and actually just start shoveling them uh, Yo, onto the back of trucks. Alex Jones called it. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. A long time ago. It's wild. 
that they're look yeah. along the, like the like left 15 is years far ago. more far more uh willing to use government power against any target than the right is mm-hmm. right the right the right is terrified of wielding power well, because, the left has yeah. no problem whatsoever yeah well that's right because the left is that's what they decided governance is they decided governance is using the government to suppress the american people and that's their plan Right. So the only difference I, is they'd want to put us in there. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm going, back, going back to the Elon story, I don't know if this was a response, but there's a quote from Bob Iger. I have a lot of respect for Elon and what he has accomplished, said Iger. We know that Elon is larger than life in many respects and that his name is very much connected to the companies he founded or owns. By him taking the position he took in a public manner, we felt that the association was not necessarily a positive one for us. And I'm going to go ahead and say they're lying. It's not um, a response. You, 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 he said it prior. He said it prior. Right. And, he, and he's lying because. That, so that's why he said, hi, Bob. Mm-hmm. They wrote, right, they wrote uh, uh, to their shareholders, this is, uh, he, I, I guess Disney, right? Yeah. Bob Iger, yeah, right. Disney. Uh, they wrote that they know that their views are misaligned with the public. Mm-hmm. So for Internally. him, to shareholders, to investors. Right. So they know that they're on the wrong side of all of this and they're losing money because of it. Well, and that, that movie Wish just totally flopped at the box office. Pure communism. Um, you know, just, uh, what was the, the, the Marvels. The Marvels was the mm-hmm. other one. Just absolute flop. And the books aren't doing well either. So um, the actress formerly known as <clears throat> Paige, uh, that book totally flopped after getting a massive advance from publishers. Uh, Jamel Hill's book totally flopped after getting a massive advance. They sold like a couple thousand copies. There's just no market for this crap. But, but what's wild is they they sold out, what was it, a six-month supply of Michael Knowles' cigars yeah. in 24 hours. Oh, in 24 hours, hours yeah. Mm-hmm. And and, and there he was like the, the supplier insur- assured us this is six months trust us and he's like okay and then twenty four hours it's gone that's I mean, crazy and then we wonder why the the book about queering the western uh, did that? not take <laughs> off it was a queer western ah yeah no that's what people are looking no for. one well, wanted but, to read it it's and not these all had hefty advances it's not just like wish or the marvels remember strange world or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Like the whole plot was like a diverse group of people with a bunch of different identities or whatever. Are you really going to have to narrow it down? <laughs> they go on a space quest. That's literally crash. everything. I got no idea. I'm not going to watch any of that stuff. <laughs> well, but the, what, yeah, what, I mean, what, what is like wild? A diverse group of friends. Like that's how every single movie pitch but starts right now. What absolutely mm-hmm. is wild. We talked about this with Jeremy Boring the other day. Is that like two weeks after Daily Wire announces their Snow White, Disney releases a photo of Rachel Ziegler as mm-hmm. in the original Snow White costume with dwarves around her, with the original seven dwarves. Mm-hmm. They, th- we saw the photos of the seven companions. Mm-hmm. I guess they're firing, what are they gonna fire all those actors? Just they're all gone now? Like, I, wouldn't it have been, but just all right, on the face of it, wouldn't it have been really cool if they had got Peter Dinklage and had him play all yeah. seven of the But seven. he was the one who said <laughs> no. Yeah. Wasn't right? he the one who was like, no, he no, said no. you can't hire? And then there were a, a lot of no, other he, people who were like, really you are against this. limiting us. Like, we we don't care about this. But, we would love to be cast in these like, roles. Like, wouldn't that have been hilarious to have him in, yeah. you know, and he's got like a different beard or a different mm-hmm. hair, a different hat. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. That would just be good. And I don't think anyone would be making fun of you. It's because these are iconic characters. Exactly. Well, it, it, so mythical dwarves. Are, are forged from the stone inside of mountains. Yes. Like, yeah. we're not insulting you, bro. It's like a mythical character, and the women have beards. Female dwarves have beards. Yep. It's like a myth, mythical thing. Like There's a lot bro. of politicians who have beards, too. That's true. <laughs> that is as absolutely correct. But, and I don't you mean know, facial he hair. takes it personally. I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering, though, I, I, where is he going to get the money for operating this, uh, this year platform that we all like? I mean, this is what Elon was kind of saying, which was that, the 
business will fail and everyone will closely document which companies pulled out and allowed Twitter to fail. And Sorkin kind of stutters and is like, no, no, the advertisers are going to say, you said those things and it was they couldn't be on the platform anymore. And that's why they pulled out. And And Musk responds, we'll see how Earth, we'll see how Earth responds to that. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, if the advertisers are ruining something that the public wants, like Twitter, I mean, there are a lot of Twitter competitor or ex-competitors out there, but <clears throat> nothing succeeded in replacing them. I, and so people will know who yeah, pulled threads, out and wanted to win it. Elon, he knows what he's got. <laughs> Elon needs to reach out to Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. That's and a great go for Bud idea. Light. I'm a big Bud Light fan, by the way. I'm I, Bud Light's the go-to beer because of the deal with Sean Strickland because UFC. Yeah, because they basically totally reversed course in the exact opposite direction by doing this. So now you have Sean Strickland saying saying things I can't repeat on YouTube, and they're subsidizing it, and they're subsidizing it. So I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, let's let's push that. Let's let's have that be the narrative. Plus, who doesn't they, love a good redemption story? <laughs> yeah True. i feel like well, i'm holding out they need a little bit more redemption from them but it's a step in the yeah, right but, direction but if every company that did some woke bs flipped and started sponsoring people we liked we have to accept that as a win you're not gonna get like like you're not gonna get rid of anheuser-busch <laughs> you know that the company is just too powerful to ever not stop existing so i th- i think and we we talked about this on on thought crime with the, the show i do with charlie where you know, it's sort of like, at what point do you stop beating, right? You stop beating until they correct the behavior. So if they've overcorrected in the other behavior, then they're okay. Now we have to, now, so Absolute Vodka, I think, Libby, you were you were tweeting about this. Like, they've gone 10 times worse than anything that Bud Light ever did. Well, no more Absolute Vodka. We, ha- we What do we have? We have we- our stuff cutting from Russia. Cutting off. Uh, cutting off? We never bought that I'm crap. We, we buy our stuff from Russia. The real stuff. Yeah, real stuff. Vodka. Exactly. The real That's how vodka. You do it. This is what you do. I thought it was funny winter. too. Cure COVID with vodka. We bought it at like the peak of the Russia Ukraine conflict. And then the, the guy at the liquor store is like, That's from Russia. And I'm like, I'll take three. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I, I don't never know. saw it again. I mean, I, my legend says that Russia has the good vodka. No one's no one's actually had any, I'm pretty sure. Really? Like we have great goose too in the in the liquor cabinet. It's turn you to bear. You'll, well, you'll, Tim's gonna come in with like a Z I used on to his buy a, but, I used to buy Jelka vodka from this uh, liquor store called KGB Liquors on Essex Street. Manhattan. Oh wow! <laughs> everybody everybody drinks scotch. You like someone comes in and they're like, I'll have a drink. They're they're going for some kind of like a scotch or a bourbon. Yeah. Nobody touches the tequila or the vodka. What are those like college party drinks? I guess. I'm like, we got good stuff. Hmm. You know, I think scotch would just guests. savor a little bit more and like. I guess. The best know. thing ever, shout out to Max Blumenthal. He went right for the Malort. And yeah. he was like, oh, Malort. And I was like, are you, jo- are you joking? I <laughs> he was like, no, I love this stuff. And I was like, oh, wow. For those who don't know, it's a Chicago thing. I would say, though, what Elon has done here, he, he has declared a new meme war. <laughs> he has declared meme jihad on any <laughs> advertiser that's come. That's what he's done. He's yeah. gone mm-hmm. to the heart of Wall Street, right? And he has now declared war on any business that doesn't advertise on, or I should say that pulled out of X over this. So So to all the meme warriors out there, to the edge lords, to the posters, this is your call. The banners have been called. The beacons (laughs) have been lit. Meme jihad on all of them. I want all of you sitting at home in front of your computers with paintbrush on your taskbar pinned to crack that open and make the memes. And when you post that meme, I want to imagine that you are Gandalf on top of that hill at the Battle of Helm's Deep <laughs> with the riders of Rohan storming in 
How did you know what that I have it pinned? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Paintbrush. Yo, I literally was hitting up my boy Still Boneless the other day because they they changed MS Paint to like a new version. Yeah. And all the like original format is off. And I was like, no, no, it's not working. It's not. It's a, they're trying so, to thwart this. Uh, but they're, they're, they're trying to stop the meme. Yeah, yeah. they're trying to stop the it's meme. Preemptive war. strike. So you can you can you can like down convert it, and there's a yeah. way. And and Boneless figured it out. So I mean, out. OG MS Paint is like for making the memes yes. all of all of the drawings of characters in the memes are drawn yep. you know haphazardly through ms paint we don't, we don't need improvements no Correct. get out of here with like that. the original like the original always has been the two astronauts meme that's very famously like a really crude ms yeah. paint meme <laughs> like like the original original one this this was my pitch to elon and, I'm, and, and he's like sort of sort of there i th th i was saying he should anti-advertise Perhaps it's as simple as what uh, Jack is saying. We should just start memeing all of these companies and insulting them and meme saying- Meme Jihad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, meme Crusade. Well, Dave's Volt, baby. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, it is. We, these, look, Disney. Who do they think they are? Like, they, they made Mulan and thanked the security forces running the concentration camps, the Uyghur concentration camps in China. And they're going to get on their high horse and insult X- it's purely political. Spare me your nonsense. You don't care what Elon Musk said. Mm -hmm. You're playing dirty games because you're crackpot weirdos. But I'll tell you this. When uh, uh, Disney put out that statement about how they're losing, they mentioned their goals towards the envir environment and social change. Quite literally, they're saying ESG has screwed us over and is costing all of you money. Mm -hmm. Well, because at the end of the day, right, ESG only existed, this environmental sustainability government uh scheme was it, it was all about a stock scheme right it was never anything that had to do with making a good product so the idea was that if you had a good esg score that you would score bigger capital with like blackrock and blackstone state street etc so they would come in and they would capitalize you and then your stock would go your stock would rise mm -hmm. and then also you would just gain more access to more capital markets more american capital markets through that and so again nick you wanted a better score so this is in your question famously by the way they screwed over elon musk um for tesla because they gave them a low esg score and he's like i'm literally the only guy in the world who founded a company just to do electric cars. How could, this is the definition like not of enough. ESG, right. And they got hit on diversity. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, it's the definition like, of environmentally I'm friendly. an African immigrant who started an electric car company. Yeah. What are you, you talking know, about? You know, how could I possibly have a negative score? And they hit him on diversity because he had too many white males. And right. so, you know, he's, he's declaring his like internal jihad against it, but there's a lot of people now looking at it saying, look, we realize that this has gone way too far because initially it was just supposed to get your score up to help with the stock, but then it just slowly dominated those entire companies. Mm -hmm. It dominated their entire workforce. Um, obviously with Netflix, we know it's it's turned into a meme. It's turned into a meme with Netflix where they're kind of like leaning into it now and they're making like 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 the general Hannibal is gonna be black. Yeah, which you is know, really? which is Denzel Washington. Wow. Who's yeah. a great actor. Like we all love Denzel, right? I don't think there's really any Denzel attractors out there, but right. but you know But the argument is the that, like, he's from Northern not, Africa and yeah. like, even though it's Africa, he's not right. like a black African. I, I, I don't have a big yeah. problem with uh Idris Elba playing um Double O seven? No, 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 no. In um in Thor. Oh, oh. 
the watch guy, the guy with the eyes. I forgot his name. Do you remember his name? No. Nah, He's like no. an actual like yeah, I know Norse mythological oh, yeah. god or whatever. And I'm like, I don't have the I don't have a big issue with like anyone playing any mythological or no, whatever. No, me neither. No yeah, it's like whatever. But if it's like a historical figure, yeah. historical Animal. figures are worse. I will say, even with mythical stuff, like there are lots of cultures that have myths. Why don't we just have new ideas? Why don't we do new things? Like this is Heimdall. what bothered me about Heimdall, yeah. the the Little Mermaid thing, and and Disney pays for this, right? They decide that they don't see enough diversity, and rather than saying like. Well, what cultures do we want to see diversity from? And what stories can we steal from them? Instead, they're like, Hans Christian Andersen, we're doing it again, except we've just changed the skin tones. And that feels so cheap and gross that I think ultimately it's collapsing around them. It's well, the same the thing, thing like is, though, when they're making these teeny bopper remakes of mm -hmm. stuff. You know, what was it? They had one that like on Robin Hood, except it was going to be a girl and it said in the inner city. And it, ultimately, I don't even know if it ever got made because people don't like it it's transparent it's cheap it doesn't in engage them intellectually it's not a really a form of art it's barely a form of entertainment but this they're not isn't a marketable changing skill. yeah but they're not just changing the skin tone right i mean if you're just changing skin tone that that's one thing but you're not also not just swapping gender when you do it mm -hmm. the you know when you do that that kind of thing what you're doing is um taking stories that have meaning that have a place in culture and transforming them into something that is meaningless and empty and dead. Mm -hmm. So you're taking living stories and living narratives and you're just killing them. And turning yeah. them into nothing. I mean, that was the thing about what? Snow White, right? Um, this Is this real? Tim, um, I just I just saw a tweet. The New York Times just deleted the deal book summit with Elon from their YouTube channel. No shit. What? Oh, excuse me. What happened? <laughs> it says, <laughs> yeah, just before the show. It, so the, obviously what this clip is from. I don't know how from, we track that. Um, if the what, video's not there, the video's not there. How do we know it was ever there? Maybe it has been archived. We have clips of it. We no, do but, have plenty. No, of someone clips. someone has a a link back to it from New York Times under stuff the with New York Elon Times up. events. No, no, the Elon stuff is up. On well, it's CNBC is has clips of yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm saying there's clips of it still out. But apparently, the whole thing was be according to the tweet from Ada Adrian Dittman. Um, they're saying the New York Times took down the full event from New York Times events. Interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to stop right there. You know, it probably happens is when, when live, you can set live shows to not be public after they're done. That may have just been the case. This video has been removed by the uploader. Yeah. That's what, that's what it would say. I'm pretty sure that when, when you are setting a live stream, you can set them so that after they're done, they don't appear as videos on your channel and it would say it's removed. So it doesn't look like they have anything from. Deal book sum it up. Not just but I don't, I don't know. We're, like the clips that were pulled, they were put pulled while the show was still live. I mean, yeah, you can't stop the clips. The clips are yeah. out. But I don't why? Know. Would, but why would you pull it? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they they may have just made it to the show when when behind the uh, you know went private as soon as it was done being live. That that's a, a common thing. Oh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying before I say anything, I'd, I'd like to know for sure exactly what happened. Sure. If they if if it was the live stream was done and it was on their channel and you could watch the archive and now it's been deleted, that means they, they went and actually removed it. I mean, they've got a bunch of other live streams up. But I don't know why they would even do that because, uh, yeah, but are, what are they from? One's from eight hours ago. One's is it, from, was it an event or what is it? Uh, summer events, summer interviews, hmm. summer just different things. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Perhaps that is the case. Well, shall we talk about the uh, uh, the war for your minds? We got the story from Scanner at CNR.com. Rumble files lawsuit against Media Watchdog Group when 
anti-free speech zealots lie to inflict intentional economic harm on our company, we have no choice but to hold them accountable. Video streaming platform Rumble has filed a federal defamation suit against two co-founders of a media watchdog group. I don't think it's fair to call them a media watchdog group. That's their language. Who wrote the story? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chris this Berman. is Chris Bartman. Chris Bartman. You see, he's he's doing the right thing in trying to be honest and fair in labeling the group what you would assume them to be. If you understand what this group does, I would not call them a media watchdog group. I wouldn't either. Yeah, lying about... Uh, people and trying to engage in tortious interference is not media watchdog. Do it's, you? it's 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 uh, maybe maybe uh, a leftist or liberal political activism is probably fair to say. Mm -hmm. But uh, just just real quick to get to the opening context yeah, here, yeah. Rumble is uh, suing these individuals because they claimed that Rumble uh, receives ninety percent of its funding through Google Ads or something to that effect. And that's not true. Rumble says this is completely false. And they actually told them this is not true. And it's damaging to, the, to their brand because Rumble, their business is we are independent from big tech. So they said they know it's not true. They won't take it down. We're suing them for defamation, which means either these people knowingly, uh, knowingly posted lies and considering they've been informed it's not true, that it seems that may be the case or they have just reckless disregard for the truth. But these groups, uh, these individuals have gone after Steve Bannon, Charlie Kirk. I'm pretty sure uh, they go after you, right, Jack? Well, they go after post-millennial human events. They right, sure right, right. do. But yeah. don't, do they have you listed as their their insurrectionists? I'm on the list. Uh, I'd have to look. Let me. They let me came after us because of our work with Andy and yeah, they- Yeah, it's usually about Andy. Uh, yeah, they worked, they basically like got Antifa to go after our advertisers and take oh, us no. down. Oh no, you didn't make the list, sorry, sorry, yeah. Jack. It's uh, Dan Bongino, Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, uh, we got Glenn Beck, Steve, uh, uh, Steve, Bannon. Steve Bannon, and me. I reached out at one and point. And I don't even know why I'm on there. Wait, scroll down a little bit. It's just, it's wild. What are you looking for? Well, because it's talking about the January 5th show of War Room, because I was sitting next to Steve on right, that but show. They, but yeah. so, didn't so make the cut. I'm like, cut, why cut. am I on this list? They claim uh, I that, will try harder during the next insurrection, I promise. <laughs> they, they argue that I'm one of the biggest proponents of the big lie. And the big lie is defined as Donald Trump claiming he actually won 2020. And I've always maintained that i've never heard that. you say that <laughs> I, no, I, I i i argued with bannon that it, i that I no that. literally yeah. <laughs> like twice yes. so uh like you I, guys went at it in the third hour too yeah yeah, yeah my, my position was like dude people keep saying biden can't get 85 million votes and i'm like you're correct trump got anti-vote like people weren't voting for biden don't don't think that but i i, I think what we saw was procedural but there were issues with, with those ballots I don't know about that. What I what I what I what I will what I will say is, if if you operate under the assumption that fraud is the reason you lost, you lose again. If you operate under the assumption that Democrats were changing rules in ways that greatly benefited them, and they did, you will you will win. For one, we we saw in Georgia, uh, Republicans lost the Senate race because there are people who are like, "What's the point of voting anyway? They're mm -hmm. going to steal it." No, no, we can't have that mentality. But anyway, without getting into all that stuff because we don't need to. 
The fact that they are arguing I made these claims. Now I, you, you totally get why, why they're being sued by Rumble, okay? This is not a media watchdog group. They're outright lying. Mm-hmm. I actually reached out to one of the board members in 2021 when they were uh, targeting post-millennial and we were losing ad revenue and it was uh, it was not a pleasant moment. You and actually lost ad revenue? Yeah. Because of them? Yeah. How? Uh, because, because they went after our advertisers and our advertisers refused to advertise on the platform. Yeah. Wow. Because if an yeah. advertiser sees and, but I reached this out. is valid, yeah. they present but themselves they, as I asked a- them about it. I asked one of the board members about it directly and she responded and she said as... Um, she said, uh, as to advertisers being intimidated into dropping you, advertisers are not so easily scared. If they drop you, it seems worthwhile to look at why and make your choices about what or what not to do about it. Um, and she later said, uh, you know, keep your eye on the prize. What is so important is to consider why would an advertiser drop a publisher they think worthy of support? They wouldn't. So she ended up saying you know, basically that publishers make these decisions and the people who, um, where they advertise, like post-millennial, mm-hmm. should make different decisions in order to keep the advertisers. Yeah. So it is an intimidation thing. For sure. I mean, yeah. it, if they you... admitted it. And they also said, in part, that their goal is to destroy the ad tech business entirely. Yeah. I mean, if they are not open about what their political leanings are, then, or even if they are, they can still be accepted as a as a mainstream reference, right? Mm-hmm. You'll have things so, all the times that are say, oh, you're on the SPLC's list of whatever, and so we can't trust your opinion. You're on this group's thing, so we can't advertise with you. These lists are created so that they become taken as, you know, the, as gospel. As and gospel. Never yeah. trust any, you know, conservative that doesn't get ended up on one of these lists or doesn't get attacked by any of these people. <laughs> I want to ever trust them. I want to pull up uh, this post from them so you can understand this is what Rumble is suing. They tweeted, in case you're wondering where Tim Pool's been, right-wing podcaster Tim Pool isn't selling ads anymore after a successful Check My Ads campaign. He's selling dot, 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 coffee, and we found out who makes the beans. Uh, here's the thing. Oh, did you? We, 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 are, we are selling ads. We have, we've never lost a sponsor. Uh, we have all our sponsors still. We, I, we literally just recorded several ads. What? On, on what day is it? It's Wednesday. Monday. On Monday. On Monday, I'm like, everyone get out. We're recording ads for the same sponsors. We just finalized another six-figure sponsorship deal. They're outright lying and using the lies to make money, to convince people to donate. Wait, so because I I remember seeing that when when they posted that or, or, you know, you were tweeting at them or something. And then I would, went back and I was thinking like, so sometimes if I don't catch the show live, I'll go back and listen on the podcast side. And I'm like, they're all there like you you can hear it it's totally normal and it's been that way for i don't know years at this point so we've been doing mostly over the past few months direct reads for uh cast brew coffee obviously Mm -hmm. because we're building up our own company which is probably going to crack over a million dollars in revenue revenue in its first year so in 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 a conspiracy to profit You've created a company <laughs> and you're using your other company to leverage that new company. I mean, this is this is this is the most nefarious thing I've ever heard. So currently we have uh, our same ad sales rep for we used, we used to do more live reads during the show. Now it's all just the recorded. Right. So if you guys listen on this on the podcast, you'll get the recorded ads where it's like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Better help. And, and, and uh, the sponsors are all still there and we actually do really well. We like substantially. They are outright fabricated. And I, I will add, the only reason 
we did not we, we've not done live reads specifically, despite the fact we still have all these sponsors asking us when we will is because we're trying to promote as much as possible cast brew. But we actually did a deal for some live reads on the show again. Like what so you see what they use deceptive language. First of all, they said, I'm not selling ads anymore. Totally false. We're absolutely selling ads. We still have all the same sponsors yeah. and we just finalized a six figure deal with a new sponsor. Mm-hmm. So that is factually incorrect it is it is it is absolutely false and they say after a successful check my ads campaign is that fraud they're I feel fundraising like it, is. I, it doesn't make sense to me also because i mean did they did they get in contact with you? like where did they find out that you weren't selling ads obviously if they had done any kind of research that would have been false they, they could contact sort of, our ad sales they people. sort of were like oh tim's not talking about something so we've decided like so it doesn't they, make any sense how but, but, they, uh, but if you, if how you listen to the, if you listen they take donations so they're c3 yes if you listen to the audio yeah. podcast there's i think 10 ads like from a ton of different sponsors yes and they're fundraising off the yeah, lie some of it's that you, we don't some of it's inserts some of it's like donuts right. some all different things it seems weird. It's donuts just for, is a style like of wild. Ad, folks. He's not actually advertising donuts. It's when they send you. I mean, part, we might. I don't you, know. What are that's when you like when they send you part of an ad and then you insert something and then you know. Yeah. I mean? So here's here's the way it works. Uh, some ad sales are like, hey, we have an ad. We want to run it on your show. It's like, all right, great. We have an ad. We have an ad company that we have a management company that handles that. Right. We just choose where on the show to put it. And then a few of our sponsors, our bigger sponsors, they say we want Tim Pool to read this personally. Correct. We say you got it, and that costs obviously a little bit more. And then for this show, we actually have all of our sponsors. We used to do reads for like Virtual Shield. There's um, SafeAndReadyMeals.com. There's, uh, what else do we have? Um, the like protein energy thing. Oh, right. We got the collagen. We have the camping gear and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All of these sponsors are still there. And and I've, we, we've actually been I've, been, I've been talking to the ad sales guy about end of the year sales to pick back to bring them back in because i'm like look we've been doing casper this whole time anyway i digress i digress yeah because usually my contracts run like you like so it's like january to january so yeah so at this point we do monthly we're going into really yeah every month we renegotiate and that i I like it better because i'm like look you know we had a great month this month's gonna be bigger we want more money yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so well i shouldn't say all most my uh, ad my ad guy just sent me like a december pitch and i said yes And they're like, this is insane. It's just absolutely insane that these groups lie. Look, I guess they have success in some areas. Like you guys were losing money. I'm like, what are they talking about? I never promoted the big lie. I never claimed Trump won. And we we still sell ads. Yeah. Yo, this is wild. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, man. Like, do, do I have to pursue some kind of like criminal charge, like fraud charges against them? Because it, I, I guess what you'd have to do is find someone who donated to them because they believed this organization had negatively impacted our business. They also have a tweet up claiming that our website's demonetized, which it's what? literally not. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, you know what, man, whatever though. But Rumble's suing them because they're doing the same thing. They claim that Rumble is operating off Google ads and, and Rumble's like, no, we aren't. In <laughs> fact, I will, I, will, I will add, uh, well, I shouldn't say too much, but uh, what I can say is Rumble has, has their own ads that appear on Rumble. Wild. This is this is what these activists do. They claim to be an organization that fights disinformation, but literally all they do is manufacture it. Also, they're a not-for-profit. Their their five hundred one c three status mm-hmm. is pending, and I just wonder what is so charitable about this organization 
that tax dollars should be going to this group. Right. I mean, why well, is the IRS claiming that the tax dollars don't go to it? They just don't. No, pay taxes. It, they just don't pay taxes on it. Exactly. They're just claiming that they're doing a public service by you know telling you what's going on, and the public has more information this way. You know, they'll get their 501c3 status because ultimately the people who give to them are the same people who give to the political leaders who are in charge right now. I mean, they they see it as a benefit to their own mission. And that's why they can send you a- emails being like, well, if you were better at publishing better stuff, then your advertisers wouldn't pull out. It's not that we bullied them. It's just we decided that you were uh, an unwanted organization and told them that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It feels very dystopian to me. Like, listen, it grants. And individual and, and, and individual donations. The company does. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I'm looking up their uh, their filings. That was the weird thing about hearing Elon Musk talk, which is that he's saying, you know, the advertisers believe they can ultimately get me to do what they want. Even mm-hmm. even Sorgan opening up with, well, you're sort of on this apology tour. And I mm-hmm. felt like I could watch Elon Musk tense and be like, I'm absolutely not on an apology tour. I am not going to admit that you guys are or. or, or uh, admit wrongdoing. Admit wrongdoing, or just partake in this in this manipulation of what yeah, you yeah. want. Mm-hmm. And I think the weird thing is that ultimately advertisers need the eyes, and the eyes are going to stay on Twitter, meaning that the users are staying on Twitter, even if the advertisers pull off. Right? Like mm-hmm. the engagement on Twitter didn't dip because the advertisements went away. Ultimately, to me, it seems like someone else will rise up and take those spots back, or they'll come back because that's where the crowd is. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. It's 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 it. This is what we're up against. Well, and Texas is sell, is uh, the Texas AG is suing Media Matters. You he is he is suing? Yeah, he's investigating. He was investigating. investigating. He's investigating, investigating right. Media Matters. So in Texas, they can't bring it's it, their AG is situated a little bit differently. Like he has to pass off a criminal case to someone else. They can't bring them themselves like they can. You can in some states. Um, same with civil. And so Missouri was a huge one because they were able to bring direct action. Um, but it's it's just a great example, right? So. Look at the Trump cases that are going on right now from the left. Um, You've got the attorney general of New York finding any pretext to go after him, literally any pretext to go after him, his company, his family, even things that didn't even happen in her state. She's finding a way to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, You see this with Fannie Willis. You see this again and again. The one of the best from his perspective, one of the most strategic uh, and most efficient uses of money that George Soros ever did was in funding all of these people. Because for a couple million bucks here and there, you compare that to like the Coke industry, uh, the Coke brothers who spent billions, like uh, just just dry, drowning our country down the tubes. And now they want to throw all this money behind Nikki Haley. Now they're Haley, backing Haley. It's that, so crazy. And you compare that to just a couple of million bucks that George Soros spent in key targeted races, whereby in he's now able to have the president of the United States arrested, uh, he's able to have the front runner for the Republican nomination be put under a series of trials. So all of this is going on. Meanwhile, Republicans will sit back and go, oh, we can't do anything like that. That's not fair. You know, you've got all of these organizations. Uh, look what they did to the NRA. Look what right. Letitia James did to the NRA and just completely castrated them in front of everyone. Sure, they still exist on paper, but they're so much more castrated than they've ever been in terms of the 2A fight right now at a time where, you know, just to be frank about it, you know, the Republican Party needs single issue voters. Look at how the Democrats are utilizing single issue voters when it comes to abortion and turning that into a massive ballot harvesting operation. The NRA could be doing that if they existed or had any any serious operations right now. 
just doesn't exist after what Letitia James did. And Republicans will sit there and say, oh, that's not fair. Meanwhile, Democrats are saying, let's strip Trump off the ballot. Let's find mm-hmm. any way that we can destroy you guys and keep pressing the advantage. Because again, Democrats know how to use government power. Mm-hmm. They will use government power and Republicans are terrified. So I threw out there, and not to get into like the primary stuff, if you want to. Um, we're, we're about to actually. That, okay, yeah. well, I, was gonna, I threw out there that, that a guy like Ron DeSantis would never even... Like he would be physically terrified to utter the words, I'm going to have Joe Biden stripped from the ballot in Florida. Yep. And, you know, he has full power in the state, super legislature. You know, he could easily file a charge from his campaign saying that Biden is ineligible and you find pretext under the fact that he that he took bribery from China, which is yep. an impeachable offense. And he could say, therefore, you are not eligible to run for president under the Constitution. And you could file that lawsuit. And this guy, he would be terrified to do that because, and you can say it's not the stones, not the backbone, whatever. It's just, no, he, he is a pedantic rule follower. He's terrified of actually standing up for himself and fighting back. And it's why like he'll go on Laura Ingram and can't even, you know, can't even name Ronna McDaniel and say, mm-hmm. oh, I'm ter- I, you know, terrified to do this. You could see Laura like rolling her eyes at him. And my my point is that it's it's not even an anti-DeSantis thing. It's just that there's a lot of Republicans like this. They are terrified to actually use government power. Well, let's jump to this story from the Daily Mail. You know what this means? Exclusive U.S. military is seeing UFOs in space, official report says. And that can only mean one thing. Hunter Biden was caught with weird money laundering again. Fox News reports money laundering investigator warned of Hunter Biden's unusual erratic payments from China in 2018. The bank investigator raised concerns about money that ultimately funded the $40,000 payment to Joe Biden, Comer says. So, uh, of course, there's a big UFO story coming out coming out on the same day that there is a mysterious Chinese payment to Hunter Biden in the news. Surprise, surprise. And it looks like Fox News website is completely broken. The best part about this story was that the uh, the people who the bankers that flagged the payments said that there was um, no obvious services rendered. <laughs> I love that. Who knows? So, what are they paying for? Do you think the UFO people are sad that the thing they love and are passionate about has been ruined by the Biden administration? Yes. No, you think? I think they must be. Right? I think they're like, just stoked I, that people are talking. No, about no, it. hold on, hold on, hold on. There was a Tucker the UFO, show about it. No, no, the UFO people turned on Fox News. And they reported Hunter Biden and they immediately called their friends and we got UFO news coming. <laughs> they're like, brace yourselves. It's about to happen. Well, Maybe that's good. Hunter Biden's in the news. Because I was thinking if you're a UFO person, you're like the, the Biden administration is just releasing all kinds of fake information under the guise of UFOs to distract from Hunter. But maybe the the information they're releasing is legitimate. And that way you can really distract people. You know what I mean? Like, are they making stuff up to cover up hun- it's, Hunter's it's, crimes? They're stretching nonsense. They have these minor reports where it's like a guy saw a thing. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And now they're like, look over here. Check this out. In an email released from the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday, a Bank Secrecy Act manager raised concerns the payments did not appear to correspond to any services rendered, as well as Chinese efforts to target uh, children of politicians. The investigator suggested the bank reevaluate its relationship with the client. So you had private sector concerns that homeboy over here was taking dirty money from foreign governments. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, with new UFO news breaking uh, uh, as we speak. How about that? I want to. I want to. I want to explain something to everybody. How uh, how money in finance works. You know, they talk about Donald Trump hiring his family and his kids and all that stuff, and I'm like, yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. If you own a business, and let's say let's say you own a car dealership, 
you're pulling in a million bucks a month. That's like a good amount for a car dealership. Now, I'm not saying profit, but that's your revenue. And so you got some, you got a good, let's say you got a good profit margin. You think I'm going to hire my son and I'm going to pay him six figures. Good luck. You need a clearly defined job, a job title, a legitimate job title, a recognizable job title with clearly defined hours and structure. Because what's going to happen is government's going to come for you and say, what does your son do? Why are you giving your son this salary? We have questions. Why? Let's say you as an individual make a million bucks a year. You're in the highest tax bracket possible. So you're giving like half of your paycheck to the government. Let's say you get a paycheck for $10,000. Cut that in half. Give the government 5000 That's how it works. Let's say you decide to hire your son and pay him 5000 bucks a month. Well, now you've cut your cash in half. For your $5,000, you're still cutting that in half. Now the government's only getting twenty-five. Your son, who only makes 100 is in a lower tax bracket. Now the government's not getting that 5000 they thought every month. They're getting only like 35 or 4 This is why you cannot just give money to your family and your kids unless you have outlined clearly in the documents, in your corporate paperwork, and all of that stuff. It is not, I don't want to act like it's a difficult thing. I'm just saying, if there's no clear services rendered, it is not surprising that the, the bank staff guy was like, uh, we should reevaluate working with this guy because that clearly is going to put them in, like, this bank is probably like, we're going to get, we're going to, they're going to file discovery on us. We're going to get investigated. Mm-hmm. This guy's clearly got illegitimate dealings going on. We can clearly see it. Well, so he's, he's required to to right. look for that exactly under, under federal law. There's all sort. Of, this is this huge thing, and and this is exactly why. So, it's it's it is not so easy in business just to have money and give money away. First of all, you can't give money away. There's limits. There's tax. There's there's gift limits per year plus lifetime gift limits. If you fire if you if you hire family members and they don't have clearly defined titles that are recognizable and they're not being paid a market competitive salary, they are going to come after you. It's it's wild. I, I'm, I, you know, look, you start, you start a business and all of a sudden you're a Republican. That's, that's what they say, right? And the reason why these Democrats don't understand, they think it's because of taxes. I'm like, it's not just that. It's like, you might want to pay someone a premium and now you've got to argue why you're paying someone a premium. Oh, this guy's really, really good at his job. He should get paid more. And then they're like, you're paying him 40% above market. Why? We want to know why that money's going to him and not to us. And you, th- th- that's the kind of stuff they could go after you whenever they Can feel I, like it. Like... I don't want to do the whole, you know, conservative, imagine if the shoe was on the other foot thing. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But I, I should point out that Donald Trump is currently on trial for fraud in <laughs> New York State. Oh, yeah. And none of the banks filed any reports like this whatsoever. No, they're defending it. Him. Yeah, didn't Joyce Bank just come out and say like him. this yep. was normal? In fact, they, They've all. In fact, it's been the exact opposite, and they, they all defended got paid him back perfectly well because they paid back with with you know with profit, and that's why the banks were willing to continue to do this. Um, and yet, we have another situation here where the banks were raising red flags, were filing potential fraud reports, and nothing seems to happen. Well, they're not supposed to be mad about the Bidens. 
are only supposed to be mad about the Trumps. The well, Bidens so are allowed is, to do whatever they want. This is the three tier system of justice. Yeah. Right. I, I heard you quote this the other day um, that it's 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 the three tiers, and I keep saying this over and over. So it used to be two, now it's three. Right. So tier one, that is like that's the elites. That's that's Hillary. That's if your last name is Obama, Clinton, uh, Biden, Epstein. At one point, um, you know <laughs> until, you're you are fine, right? And well, until you're a loose end, like in, like right. Chauvin, uh, for example, he's a loose end. So you know, got to get rid of him. So well, he was never in their club. That's no, 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 no. no. Yeah, but I just mean loose ends. Um, that that you know, that's tier one. You'll you can do whatever you want for the most part. Um, then tier two. So tier two. This is like this is like normal. You know, you get pulled over for speeding, that kind of thing. That's your normie kind of law. That's your normal stuff. And then tier three is Trump and Trump supporters. And Trump and Trump supporters have a whole extra set of laws that you know. You know, okay, oh, may, maybe you were just walking through the Capitol on your way out of the Capitol. That means you get beat over the you head. Get beat, <laughs> it, beat in the back with a baton by the police, even as you're complying with their orders. Or how about um, you're you're a, 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 a married couple who shows up an hour and a half after people have already were already leaving. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have no idea what's going on. There's no signs. There's no cops. There's no barriers. You walk up and look around and then leave, and they accuse you of all of the same crimes and sentence you to a year in jail. That yep. happened. I met I met some of these people. I met them at a restaurant and they said, hour and a half after people had already left yep. and all that was done, they walk up and there's the building, doors open, no barricades, no signs, mm-hmm. nothing. There's no, they're, they're not anywhere near any of the fighting or broken glass and they walk up and they're looking around and they wave and then they say, okay, whatever. And then they leave. And the next thing they know, six, seven months later, they're getting served uh, for, for criminal charges for having just walked around in D.C. Shout out to Wild. Owen just, Troyer, who's currently behind yeah. bars, who didn't even, didn't even go, go in. into the Capitol. And on that day. was at a permitted rally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. But they just brought up all of his posts. This is what they're saying. You think the wrong thing. You say the wrong thing. You're in trouble. And we want we <clears throat> want you to be behind bars. But, but, but I want to stress in the three tiers of justice, uh, a, a slight correction. The first tier is, as you described, but the second tier is you own a bodega and a guy comes in and smashes everything and the cops don't show up for any reason. So that means you're in this no man's land. The laws aren't enforced against you and they won't be enforced for you. Then you have the bottom tier of being the Trump Trump supporters and the MAGA people where you're not going to, you could be swatted 15 times in a year. Ain't nobody going to help you. Nope. And you fart in public and they're going to lock you up. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is, this is so, so in the Russian civil war during the Bolshevik revolution, when the Bolsheviks first got in power, um, the idea was, and Libby, we were chatting on this uh, mm-hmm. before we got here. And if you read Always With Honor by uh, Pyotr Engel, who was the general that fought against the communists, I actually got to visit his grave in Belgrade a couple of weeks ago. It's just amazing. And this, right, this right in this little alcove in a church and it's not marked or anything before you go into the church, but everybody knows that it's that's that's General Rangel, and uh, his his estate is completely refused even now after the fall of the Soviet Union to have it, his body uh, transferred back to Russia because that's where he wanted to go because that um, that church specifically is dedicated to the Russian imperial family, the Romanovs. Oh wow! And that's that's from his perspective, he was fighting for the rightful rulers of the country, and as a as a patriot. And so he said in this memoir that at one point that if you were a a criminal who was caught with a knife, well, the criminal doesn't know any better. He's responding to socioeconomic factors that are out of his control. It's not his fault that he's lashing out this way. Society has has wronged him. We, you know, we must take care of him. We must uh, help him and put him back on the street. But if you get caught with a knife, if you get caught with one, even if you haven't used it, now you're a criminal. Mm-hmm. Now you're a domestic terrorist and you must be treated as an enemy of the state. So 
a hundred years ago in Russia, this is exactly what they were doing. Yeah. And also, because uh, I've been looking at the Gulag Archipelago, which I know a lot of people have been talking about lately. But um, Solzhenitsyn talks about when he was in prison at the Lubyanka, uh, which I don't know how you spell that, but whatever. When how he, when he was in prison and he was being interrogated and everything. You spell it in Russian, by the way. You spell it in Russian. Yeah, I would, I would never do that Cyrillic. right. Um, but he talked about how people would come in and they would be interrogated and they would mention a former colleague who maybe they had been friendly with. And then the next thing they know, that former colleague is getting dragged in and being interrogated. Mm-hmm. And it's just this perpetual guilt by association, association, even though there hasn't been any guilt at any point. You know, Solzhenitsyn was dragged in um, while he was serving in the military mm-hmm. and he was dragged in for, you know, crimes. And it turned out that his biggest crime was that he had an old friend who was on the front lines of the opposing side and they were sending each other letters. They were like still friendly. He was communicating Do you think, with the enemy. Right. Do you think that's awareness what, that's what that of was. the multi-tier justice system uh, is strong enough to affect how people are going to vote? Like, do you think that people who are on the fence <clears throat> yep. have seen what's happened to the people well, involved in January 6th and will say- I hope so. No, Jan- January 6th- I hope 6th, so, but do you think? It, it's not January 6th. It's that a, a, a bodega worker had his, got stabbed or they were trying to kill him and he stabbed a guy and they lock him up. That there was a family, this was a big story, looters came in and just destroyed everything for no reason, and the family's life and savings were wiped out, they lost 20 grand in product. Regular people are experiencing that, anarcho-tyranny. Yeah, or like when you go to the store and you can't buy anything without searching around for someone to unlock a cabinet, and there's nobody working, and it's just a self-checkout, and everyone's just getting high in the back. My favorite is in Chicago, the Walgreens, where there's no products. It's just you, little signs. You no, it's uh no no no. You it's an em- big empty room with a with a terminal, and you walk up and type in what you want, and then after you pay, someone will walk out and carry the product to you. Interesting. Yeah, crazy. You know that's sort of like They're how grocery room. stores used to be. Actually, My great grandfather had a grocery store in Brooklyn. <sighs> And it would be like he would be behind the counter and my great grandmother and people would come in and say what they wanted and they would bring them the, the, the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? That's ra- that's a form of rationing. Yeah. That's actually a form of rationing. It sure as well. is. It's not just against shoplifting. That's if Soviet Union that, yeah. you know, Tanya Tay will tell me that she remembers um, not from when she was like a little older, but when she was younger, that if you wanted to go to the store that you had to get your ration stamps and then you went to the store and you waited in line and you waited and you waited and you waited and you kept waiting. And then eventually if you had a, you know, the specific stamp for, as you say, the item that you were looking for, then you handed it to the part, to the worker, then they would go into the back, then they would get it, then they would bring it out because people don't understand that in in Eastern Europe, in Russia, in Belarus, Ukraine, after the fall of the Soviet Union, it was a complete wild, wild west free for all for almost a complete decade. Yeah. And mm-hmm. crime and and like actual highway robbers, like we say highway robbery, but like actual highway bandits, that was a huge thing. You would get some of that stuff and t- people would would you know gang up on you right on the outside so you had to go in in uh you know members when society collapses and you are inside of it um all sorts of horrible things happen i remember covering the freddie gray riots and it was like everybody knew everybody knew that at a certain time like it's all just gonna go have you ever uh had the eastern european wafer cake which kind oh oh, like the one like the full cake the layers so it's it's wafer yeah all the time sweet condensed milk Mm -hmm. layer Mm -hmm. sweet condensed milk and uh when I was in Ukraine, they told me, well, what happened was they had didn't they had no flour. You have you have nothing. So what do you do when your guests are going to come over? You boil in condensed milk 
and then you put a thin wafer, you pour some on it, you put another wafer on top, you pour another layer, and that's how you make a cake to have, but it's literally just condensed milk. Yeah, Tanya's, uh, Tanya's mom makes that for it's like good, special though. occasions. It's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like all sugar. But it's interesting. <laughs> yes. It's like yep. something for special occasions that was an adaptation to the times that they were in, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about you, how you guys, many- Kissinger died. Yeah. Whoa! It just, just, just passed in the chat wow. here. So. Really? He didn't pass in the chat, but they just mentioned it, so. He was in our chat when I'm he sorry, died? I'm sorry, Hannah Claire, I just want to you. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean... Let's get it, ladies and gentlemen. Huge news right now, 8.45 p.m. breaking. Henry Kissinger, who shaped world affairs under two presidents, dies at 100. If we were on the members-only show, I'd have a lot more to say. But uh, we'll save it for the members-only show. (laughs) I I have a special, special statement for everybody um, when we start the members-only show. But for now, we'll keep it professional. So, uh, Jack, you were saying? (laughs) No, I was going to say, there was an interview that he gave recently... um, you know, kind of on the heels of one of these summits where he was kind of, you could tell that he was, it was sort of like on the way out um, in the interview itself. And you could see him being very self-critical in this interview. And, you know, let's, let's keep in mind that for all of his work during the cold war, um, this was also a guy who was one of the main architects of globalism and the current system of that globalism. And, you know, he came out and basically said, you know, maybe we got it wrong (laughs) and maybe we shouldn't have pushed for all of this open border stuff. Maybe we shouldn't have pushed for this migration stuff. Maybe we should have realized that countries do have security concerns and the John Mearsheimers of the world. He didn't say all this, but it's clearly what he was he was referring to because you could see that he was reflecting, I think. And I remember I was in I was at Davos where um, in 2022, where uh, Kissinger came up and gave this huge speech blaming the blaming NATO for the um, NATO expansion on the war in Ukraine. And it was suddenly like, wait, Kissinger of all people is coming out saying these things. And it's almost like, you know, it's like towards the end, as as he can see the light fading, you know, him kind of going back and, and maybe re- reexamining some of his steps and realizing that they probably weren't the best moves. You know, you know the meme where it's uh, death Playing the crane game. It's the first thing that popped in my head. And he dude. keeps going. Literally the first thing that popped in my you head. You know, he's like, Norm MacDonald, is Henry Kissinger even in, even in this thing? Well, <laughs> yeah. now someone can finally make it of him just going, Kissinger, got him. That's it. Yeah. So what do you think Norm's going to say to Kissinger when they meet? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I can't believe it. This guy was so evil, man. Henry Kissinger, a scholar, a statesman, and celebrity diplomat, who wielded unparalleled power over U.S. foreign policy throughout the administrations of Nixon and Gerald Ford, who for decades afterward and a consultant and writer proffered opinions that shaped global politics and business, died November 29th at his home in Connecticut. He was 100. Look, I never like celebrating death. You know, people dying is always bad. I wish he wasn't such a nasty, nasty guy. I can say, however, regardless of however you feel about it, the world will will be better off, unfortunately. I, I'm trying to be very nice but there's just some people I cannot, you know, he's a, he's a bad guy. He's a very, very bad guy. There's this article. He's got quotes that will, that will make you throw up this dude. Yeah. yeah. There's this article from Indy 100 that says the, is Henry Kissinger dead Twitter account is tired of waiting for him to die. This is from 2022. Oh, and they wow. were like, we didn't think this would be such a long-term commitment. <laughs> Which I think is kind of funny. I think there were a lot of people who were uh, not expecting this, but. I don't know. He uh, <laughs> here it is. Yeah. Is Henry Kissinger did <laughs> Kissinger die? Ten minutes ago, and uh, no, no, still no. And then ten minutes ago, yes. 
twelve already up to twelve thousand retweets, wow. and he's been doing it for two oh, years. Man, that's that's so wild, man. Wow. There Look, you go. dude, he's an architect for so much foreign policy garbage, yeah, yeah, foreign yeah. intervention, nation building, disgusting racist comments. I mean, this dude is just. It, it, I don't. I could not imagine a. You know, when I look at these serial killers and these really evil, nasty people who do really evil things, I'm like, yeah, that's there's real evil in this world. When I look at Kissinger, I'm like, but he was smarter about how he went about the, the awful things he did so he could maintain power while he did it. Mm -hmm. Look, I mean, so you got a guy who came up with and it executed the theory of rapprochement with communist China with Chairman Mao, right? So he flies over, because remember, people don't realize this, that- Oh, yeah, somebody, people sorry, know somebody that Nixon made the went meme. Over. Yeah, there's the meme, finally. Oh, well, there it is. So people know that Nixon went over to, you know, kind of open up China, and Nixon goes to China, and this is what peels China away from the Soviet Union, and eventually leads Kissinger to, you know, winning the war. Well, Kissinger not only was the architect, Kissinger actually went there first. Right, And true. met with Joe yeah. Lai in a secret trip that nobody mm -hmm. knew about to kind of pave the way for Nixon going there. Yeah. And so, you know, Tim, to your point, you know, it, it takes a very cold, you know, like just, just unemotional, unfeeling mind to come up with the idea of, yeah, I'm going to sit down with Chairman Mao, <laughs> the, and probably one of the most murderous men to ever they walk the face of the earth, mm -hmm. but it's going to help us politically. Cause they, they look at us like chickens. Mm -hmm. We are just chickens to lay eggs for them to harvest. So they're not thinking about you and your family, the pain and suffering you go through. They don't care about what happens to your friends who who died mysteriously in their sleep. They don't they don't want to answer any of those questions and they don't care. That's why these people are disgusting and evil. These are the the sociopaths who who fight for political power, gain political power, and this is the corruption we need to weed out of our government and we can. We can do it and I think we're winning and I'm and I'm happy to see it. Every day there are more and more victories. And every day there are more and more signs that we are headed towards something better. Yeah. So I'm 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 glad. Again, I don't I don't I don't like ever, no matter who it is, having a celebration of some death because the reality is the dude should have been a better person. You know, life is precious, even even someone as awful as him. But you have to recognize sometimes there are people that cause too much destruction, and so at the very least we can be like, well, has I'm not Trump, gonna has, has Trump I'm not gonna yet. cheer for his death, but I am gonna be like the world is gonna be better off without his foreign policy ideas and 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 all that. Yeah, yeah has Trump and, but the legacy no, of anything yet. is still there, right? Even if he's dead, the, the impact of the decisions he made I'm, will I'm, still feel. It's true, but I'm hoping we get a good Trumpian statement where he was like, "Sad day, hearing Henry Kissinger died. He was a great man who did atrocious things and evil, and you know, and, yeah. you know, and he never support. Well, knowing Trump would be like, and he never supported me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he never once came in, you know. And uh, and my my favorite all time one of of Trump responding to someone's death, which of, of course, obviously the the RBG one is now just just it, it has become its own thing. Um, it's it's actually overshadowed anything that Ruth Bader Ginsburg did in her entire life. Yeah, is mm -hmm. Trump's reaction to the news of her death. Right. And um, but there's the right after Trump got elected, and and Tim, as you say, sort of the the psychic energy. Um, you know, as Young called it, the um. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the world spirit, you know, this, this idea that, that, you know, the, um, what's the, what's the phrase, the unconscious, the collective unconscious, the collective unconscious, Thank you. The collective yeah. unconscious that he is my fourth show of the day, um, <laughs> that, um, when Trump is right after he was elected, before he was inaugurated, Castro dies 
And then everyone's, you know, coming to him like, oh, Mr. You know, President, Mr. President-elect, uh, Castro's dead. He's, he's passed away finally. It's like, you want to come up with a, a formal statement and, you know, put out something, you know, very magnanimous as the president. And Trump just picks up Twitter and goes, Fidel Castro is dead. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, uh, wasn't Kissinger just in China recently? I feel like he was, I just saw news. It can be like a couple How days ago. How could he ago. possibly be in China? He's 100 years old. Yeah, yeah no, there was something about him. I read him. Just his like ghost is there? Does anyone... I'll look it up. I don't recall. He could have been at the ASEAN summit. Uh, Oh, ACAN, yeah. Yeah, which was in San Francisco. Uh, I saw that he was in China. I don't remember what it was exactly, but he had something to do with... Uh, he he traveled back with... and forth. So he set up a foreign policy Obviously, shop. Obviously, he did was, a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was very... I July mean, 2020... Uh, July 22nd, 2023. Right. Kissinger I forget what it was, Chinese but I saw officials. him in the news a while ago. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, he's, been, he's been going back and forth to China ever since. The yeah, 1970s. for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> for like he was long. first and he, he kept doing it over and over and over. And so, I mean, if you want to talk about someone who's been... You know, just just at the forefront of the U.S.-China relationship since it began in the modern era with with Chairman Mao and the Chinese Communist Party. That's that's Henry Kissinger, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. obviously someone who you know. And I'll, I'm I'm going to be actually flying to Japan tomorrow, so I'm speaking at um, CPAC Tokyo Ooh. on Saturday. So you know, I'm sure this will be kind of cast a you know, a different angle on, on a lot of the topics that we discuss because, you know, when we're really looking at the system that we have now, the relationships, even the the multilateral alliances that the United States has in East Asia, the security alliances, you know, it really was Kissinger who played a huge part in setting this all up. I just messaged Cassandra. <laughs> she was like, what's going on? What did I miss? And then she just said, oh, I just gosh, Cass. <laughs> <laughs> The people who hate war are like, wow, well, I, I, you know, trying to be very professional. The people who hate war are probably jumping up and down, dancing on their tables right now. Why? <laughs> because Kissinger is dead. Oh, people people I right. heard the reverse thing. Yeah, the, the tank, the tankies people are who like people hate war. Yeah, the tankies went like full. All right, it's it's past nine. The voice probably the tankies are like fully <laughs> orgasmic right now. Yeah. yeah, fully, fully. Yeah, that's wild, man. You know, seeing Trump win was. We were talking about this earlier, actually. What. Everybody remembers the day. Everyone remembers where they were when Trump won. Mm-hmm. It was wild, right? Oh, we everybody were talking was, about that. Yeah, yeah, everybody was crying. I was hanging out with Cassandra, and uh, Cassandra was crying, but she was crying for a different reason. She was crying tears of joy. <laughs> Everyone else in the room was like sitting there covered in sweat, and a bunch of them were were legit bawling. It it mm-hmm. it was wild for me to see adults cry over an election like this. I thought I was, was just, crazy. I was too. laughing. I mean, because the thing, too, is it's like we've been through a number of elections and it's like, OK, now we have a different president. I wonder how this one's going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember talking to people in the theater community at the time and everyone was miserable and they were crying and they were sad and they thought it was literally the end of the world. And I was like, well, why don't we wait and see what he does? You know, anything's no, possible. Like anything's. Bo- yeah, but they're all bad. I mean, that's and, the like, thing. But there was a specific like fear and hatred. Like whipped Clinton up was Trump. bad. Bush was bad. But, I mean, this is like what Obama I remember. I think I was living. Uh, no, I wasn't living at it when, when uh, I was still in Texas when Trump got elected. And so there were people I was in college and there were people who were so excited. I remember one of the fraternities got in trouble for hanging a like Trump 2016 banner out of their door. They had to like take it down and got a fine or something. Then there was like all of these different like, you know, social justice organizations being like, we stand together. They will not divide us, whatever. They they were allowed to do whatever they wanted. I mean, there was a complete divide in hysteria because it was a com- it was 
totally build on the emotions of these people who felt as though their lives personally were threatened, as if Donald Trump would come right. down their chimney and personally be mean to them. the first gay cabinet member. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, first, okay. First I don't know that any... Yeah. Right. I, I don't know that there is anyone who was afraid of Trump in 2016 who had accurate information on I mean, him. I was yeah. I was up in New York. I was at the party. That was, it was right. pretty baller. Yeah. That, was, uh, that was definitely one of the best nights. I, I was at the Sputnik office. Because that's where Cassandra had worked. Yeah, at the time. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the the they kept saying that Russia was supporting Trump, and I'm like, dude, everybody this. in this building was for Hillary. Mm-hmm. And when Trump won, they were losing it. It was mm-hmm. wild that night. I just yeah. never forget when the New York Times had that probability meter that was like ninety greater than ninety nine percent for Hillary, mm-hmm. and it slowly started to yeah. move. Yeah. I remember when it hit fifty percent, and people started being like, no, no. Yeah. Cassandra so sitting there like, oh, oh my god, oh my god. And then I remember when it was greater than 99 for Trump and there was a lot of crying because Andrew was the only one crying tears of joy. Yeah. I remember watching it at like whatever after midnight and there was like someone, some like Democrat anyway was being like, well, but Pennsylvania, maybe. And everyone else is like, no, it's over. Like it, it's, <laughs> yes, over. it's over. So that, that night, I had, that day I had been working and doing live streams all around Philadelphia and actually ran into James O'Keefe at one point. Um, uh, like a funny story about that. Maybe we'll reveal it sometime. Um, now, but do it now. That well, it's, it, I'd I'd want to talk to James first. If it's so um, funny, just tell us live right now. Well, because he was in the middle of doing one of you his instigator. things, so I don't yeah, want I know. to. You know, I don't want to break his opsec, so I'm not going to do that. But the uh, I'm a middle child. What can you I know, say? we realized that. I remember I was driving around looking for the different so like the after work rush in philly so that was when you would really get your major philadelphia vote out would always come in the after work rush so usually when people uh vote on election day you get you know it comes in three tranches this is before this mm-hmm. is like when we actually had like real elections right not like the, the crazy what a quaint time the crazy gaga that we have now uh that we call an election which is really just a ballot counting and in exercise. philly you're, pull, you're pulling the levers pulling yeah the so levers. so this is um you know early morning so pre-work uh, then lunchtime, then there's a huge dead time, and then there's the after-work rush. The after-work rush never came. I went to North Philly, I went to West Philly, I went to South Philly, just never happened. And I said, Philadelphia doesn't have a rush. Trump's going to win Pennsylvania. Trump wins Pennsylvania. He's going to be the president. So I drove to 30th Street Station, bought a ticket right on the, right, uh, right at, the, at the spot, or right on the spot, up to New York, straight to the party. Nice. Uh-huh. Let's jump to this story. Let's get a little political here. It's from SCNR.com. Black Lives Matter leader who endorsed Trump tells Fox News the Democratic Party is not for us. Will we get, uh, you know, let, let me just, we'll throw it back. We'll go back in time. The meme war was so much fun. It was. Just all the memes were hilarious. Excuse me, life. excuse me. Will be fun because Elon has just declared a new it's, one. It's and that's my point. This is what I bring up. Yeah. With a, a Black Lives Matter leader saying, you know what? The Democratic Party is not for us. Trump is winning. Uh, I should say he's improving among younger voters, among black and Latino voters. Joe Biden's just in a horrible position. And I have no idea how they could reasonably swap out Joe Biden at this point. Are we going to have a resurgence of 2016? Is it going to be the great meme war, the the jokes, the Trump, the, the Trump debate style? I think that would be great because that really got people excited 
it got people excited and, and thought that everyone was on the same team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't part of it at all, but it did look fun at the time. From the outside? It did look fun from the outside. And you could kind of get the sense that something was coming and you weren't expecting it. I don't know and anything then, about boom, meme magic. There I don't you know were. anything about the meme war. I uh, never had conversations with Ricky. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yvonne or Codrat Stump or uh, any of those <laughs> Oh, you guys. weren't involved at all. Definitely no. Jack's a, a, a general... Not in any <laughs> no. way involved in memory. Jack's a serious uh, pillow salesman. Or, so you know, I, I'm just I am but a humble pillow merchant. And Anna Claire, I just want to make sure that I've been looking at your what? screen throughout the evening. And creep. And just I don't know what creep. You Did you say creep? Hunter Biden. Creed? Creed? <laughs> and it just doesn't seem to be the mypillow.com website. Just <laughs> yeah, I'm you just, must not I'm be a so, very good salesman. I'm so concerned if, like, if of I all the sales. By now, I'm so concerned about all, all the sales that you might be missing when you're you're ordering. You have to get it delivered in time for a friend. I just don't know why you're not doing this. Christmas. Only we had a good pillow merchant in the room to convince (laughs) me to buy something. But but isn't it actually really wild how hard they went after a guy who sells pillows? It's like, is this your biggest threat? But his reaction to them calling his pillows lumpy was Oh, that was amazing. I mean, he's like, how dare you? Don't call my pillows lumpy. That's when they attacked his integrity, (laughs) this product, which I honestly respect, you know? Everyone in the world respected that. Because mm-hmm. even, I even saw people in like Silicon Valley retweeting that saying like, never attack a founder's business. Right, like, right. Never do this. <laughs> and you're lumpy pillow. Like you're lumpy, you're lumpy, you're an <laughs> like, and just great. And just lights up, just lights the guy up, just yeah. goes. Mm-hmm. And especially because he's known as like, and I, I talked to Mike, right? Like he's, he's legitimately one of the nicest guys. Um, he's an extremely devout Christian. I mean, he will... Straight up, like if you need to, I've I've heard him say he said this publicly, so I'll just say it. Um, he'll straight up say like if you get stuck somewhere or if you want to come event, he will send a private jet for you. Wow, like wow, anywhere if you if you truly need it and you're trying to get somewhere and you're in a bind. Like I've heard him do that for people so many times, and even people that aren't in politics, that's just someone he knows that is trouble. He's like, oh, I'll send the jet, don't worry about it, everything will be fine, and and he'll just do that. And yeah. then just, just I don't know how he, he just, I think he just takes up the price. We need to make sure the younger generation that wasn't, uh, I mean, look, it's it's going to be 2024. So it's nearly 10 years since uh, uh, the 2016 race. It'll be it'll be eight. And there's going to be a lot of, uh, uh, you know, early 20s Gen Z people who are not old enough to have seen the meme magic. <laughs> and oh, beautiful times. But but really, I'm not making okay, a joke. So, I'm not, oh, real real so quick, people need, to, real quick, people need to understand this. Meme magic was a reference to the very strange occurrences that happened online yep. where memes. So on 4chan, for instance, when you make a post, you get an ID number and weird things would happen with numbers lining up in certain ways. Uh, it, it was it was it was the, it's just wild. The the serendipity and the coincidence around people posting memes and how weird things are to coincide with the posts. Well, and, and not just the post, but the way that it actually affected and influenced reality. And so had an influence on the real world. Uh, Hillary's health, I think, probably was one of the biggest ones of these. Oh, so yeah. we started uh, hashtag Hillary's health and we kept saying there's something wrong with her. 
there's something wrong. And I at the time, she in was this. like, um, was that was that before the 9/11 incident thing, or like? Did, 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 did get into that? Uh, <laughs> um, so, do you want me? Do you want to hear the story or not? Sir? Yeah, I mean, I was there. I want to hear the story. lines, brother. Um, yeah, maybe in the third hour. <laughs> 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 or or maybe at Amfest, also promo code POSO, which I hear Tim will. Mm, yes, we're. That publicly I, I believe we're confirmed for Amfest. Yeah. With, uh, do you have any guests for Amfest, Tim? I don't know if we're allowed to say it, are we? Uh, I got a text that said to go ahead and say it. So, oh, okay, yeah, to, Tucker Carlson. So, Tim Cast, Tucker Carlson, live will on be stage. live on stage. Yeah. Amfest.com. Get your tickets now. Do not come <laughs> crying to me when the thing is sold out, which happens every single year. One of these things, people go, "Oh, Poso, can you get me in? Get me a couple of tickets, a couple of comps, man. Like, I know you got the hookup. I know you know Charlie. Like, I ain't doing it. Like, I'm just I straight up Charlie not too. doing it. So, yeah, Charlie. I think. Yeah, I know Charlie's gonna be on. This is the on stage. So you're on bringing stage, the, you're bringing the show out, right? The show is going to be on stage at Amfest, and our guests, I believe, are uh, Tucker Carlson and Charlie Kirk. Yes, it's going to be awesome. That's going to be so great. So that's 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 you're doing it, Patrick, Bet David. I know Tucker's going to be broadcasting from there. Bannon's War Room. I'm going to be doing my show. Charlie's doing his show. Patrick Bet David is going to be also live streaming from there. He's not just appearing. He's wow. also going to be doing live. So like you're going to get the valuetainment. Like Dude, those guys it, are it, awesome. I love it. It's just everybody. I think it's literally just everyone's going to millennial. The post millennial would be there. We're going to have a booth. Post millennial's got yeah, a booth. We're going to have a bunch know, of people so out. If I mean, like imagine not going to Amfest. It was, it, it's not easy to do like um to, to get a, Doing a show on stage like this requires a lot. I remember last year. It was yeah, wild. Yeah. It was and, definitely wild. And so we have to, as soon as the show wraps, we're on a on a on a, on a jet right back because we got to do the show Tuesday. I got to do the morning show too. But when uh, we were we were talking and we said we want to do a big show, they hit well, us if you up. get in trouble, I know a guy. He's got a jet. <laughs> got you a have jet. to buy a lot yeah. of pillows. I heard the whole but, jet uh, is covered. Uh, Amfesta, the uh, they're taking care of us. They're 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 helping take care of everything. It's fantastic. And so I'm really excited for this. They were like, you know, let's get let's get Tucker on stage. It'll be cool. It's going to be because I feel awesome. like Tucker coming on the show is a long time coming. I feel like a yeah. lot of people want to see see the mashup. Yeah, well, they used to be at the exact now. same time, mm-hmm. right? So you couldn't. I mean, there was no way to make that work. Yeah, we were. As Tim soon couldn't as, go on Tucker. Tucker couldn't go on Tim. But after he left Fox, we actually I, I don't know. I think our people reached out, and it was a like, oh yeah, for sure we'll figure it out. And then we just never did. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that happens with Trump. We get like, we we had Laura Trump on the show, and she's like, yeah, of course, let's make it happen. I'm like, cool. And then we just never do it. And so I'm like, I don't know. I kind of feel like if slash when we have Trump on, it should it should be it should shouldn't just be us pursuing it for the sake of pursuing it. It should be like at a time where it really. Oh, matters. Um, speaking of which. So I did actually discuss this with speaking of Amfest. I did discuss this with Charlie earlier. And, you know, so, you know, we were kind of going through because I knew there were some names that haven't come out yet. Um, so on on Trump, no news yet. No, no news. Yes or no. Leaning towards. I mean, come on. Like, he really ought to come. You know, um, I, I, I would I would say it's probably likely he gets a um, hero's welcome, but no news. Um, uh, Vivek is confirmed. Uh, Chris Christie, Chris Christie, just total no response. He just didn't um, say anything. No response. And and again, like Turning Point reached out to every single Turning Point action. I but, say, you know, Chris Christie just the other day on the news was saying how his campaign was really picking up steam. Uh, no, it was picking up cream. Actually, it was oh, is that what it was? That was the yeah, like he, was the, at, he was at Krispy yeah, Kreme. Yeah, I that was picking up cream. That makes so, more sense. So, so now you just you must have heard of this, or maybe he misspoke. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nikki Haley, um, you know, pro- probably not. Um, Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, um, again because the offer went out everywhere. So this DeSantis w- is coming now. It's the opposite. So um, there was a conversation that was being held. Uh, the conversation is now over. Um, 
from what Charlie told me, you know, just prior to the show to now, uh, Ron DeSantis will not be attending Amfest. That he found a- out I was coming after was like, after I described turning point snub. After I just described every single entity, organization, group, all the hottest podcasts in the entire country are going to be there. And but they're all, all their heights are publicly known. Man, so it's many harder. of which, yeah. many of one of which he was just on. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of which are from Florida. Uh, yeah, he has decided to decline to what come to Turning crazy. Point yet again. I think that's crazy too. Like, it, it, okay, which, it, it, which it is, is the largest conservative grassroots event in the entire country. He basically says he's running that for he, president. Yeah, and he doesn't like. And he's the going base. to debate a governor. What tomorrow? Right? Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't care about the strange reason. He just keeps it's like he keeps saying that he just doesn't care about the base conservatives in this country. He doesn't want their vote. He goes on all of the other networks. He snubs Turning Point. Like, it's really crazy how he does that and thinks that people, what, does he actually think people are going to come around and be like, oh, you won't show up, you won't talk to anybody? And They keep saying that, and it's very strange to me, it's perplexing, because I've been at Turning Point events in the past where Ron DeSantis spoke, and this is prior to him announcing that he was running against Trump, but... Um, where he was given a standing ovation by the crowd. They they loved him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think it would be an unfriendly, you know, hostile event in any way. That being said, you know, it's a primary, bro. <laughs> you yeah. know, you've got to go into these things. But the perception of it is just so bad. If, mm-hmm. if, if you Ron, look weak, you look terrified. If, I, if, I, if he showed up, the response from the Trump supporters would be to shake his hand and say, I respect everything you're doing in Florida. I hope you understand why we're supporting Trump, but I think you're doing a good job. They wouldn't attack him. And that's his opportunity to to make a case. You know what I think? I don't think he has an argument. I don't think he actually has formulated how he actually says you should vote for me over Trump. He doesn't have one. He just says, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight back. He, he'll make these, these odd sort of persuasions about uh oh, oh personnel well personnel you know personnel is going to be going to be going to be key okay but what's the argument right you've got a guy who's got you know just just put my you know dirty political strategist hat on for a second here you've got a guy who's got higher name id than almost anyone in the entire world someone who's by far the most famous conservative on the face of the planet so explain to me then by when given all that and oh by the way um, the majority of the party, because remember, you run in the party, then you run in the general, right? You mm-hmm. have, it's one, then the other. It's not straight to general. So they keep making these weird general election argument, arguments, which are completely baseless, by the way, that only Ron DeSantis can win the general, which there's just no evidence Well, he for can't whatsoever. win the general if he can't win the nomination. But mm-hmm. most, I'm not going to say half, the majority of the party feels that... Donald Trump actually won the 2020 election. They feel that January 6th was about protesting a stolen election and they want Trump to go back and finish the job. That's a really easy sell for a political candidate. If you've got someone who's arguing against that, uh, it it just comes across as really self-centered. It comes across as really selfish. And quite frankly, it comes across as politically stupid Mm -hmm. because you could have, he could have gone. And I said this so many times behind the scenes. All you had to do was say, uh, Donald Trump has unfinished business and I'm going to be supporting him in 2024. Then regardless of what happened in that election, all of MAGA would remember that DeSantis had stood by the man who put him in the governor's mansion of Florida. 
instead of running this insane betrayal of a backstabbing, raising millions of dollars, laundering it through the Republican Governors Association, putting it then into the governor's race in Florida, which was a non-competitive race, taking those millions of dollars away from competitive races all around the country. Democrats win. Then they blame that on Donald Trump. Then he rolls that same money, which again, which was supposed to go to gubernatorial candidates into his own presidential campaign. Mm -hmm. This is where Never Back Down starts because they roll that over into federal. You can't get it go one to one, but they brought most of it over the bulk of it. And then claims all the time that he's just on a national book tour and he's not really that running was so for fake. Was weird. That really pissed me off. And too. and so uh, it's it's and and all the while, remember, you chose this. Okay, you all chose this. You could have sat back and been handed the baton, the mantle of MAGA as the heir apparent and literally walked into the White House in 2028. But obviously the there was someone Trump. in his ear saying, you don't want to be tarnished with that brush, right? There was someone who talked him out of seeing Trump and the potential role as an heir apparent as a good thing. Look, I, I just, I either, look, you, you can say that what you want, but at the end of the day, I mean, he's his own man. But right? wouldn't that be what the and implication was? Because they had decisions. a somewhat positive relationship at one point, And then it was like, well, you could run for president now and challenge Trump, or you could wait four years and do it then. The thing and, that gets uh, someone me, had to convince him that the timing was right now. To me, it seems like the argument must have been you don't want to be branded with the MAGA mantle. But who? what argument is that? Because we know the core of the Republican voters are MAGA. They do support Donald Trump. The thing that gets me is that they don't recognize it as a betrayal. They think that it's just some sort of, oh, it's just a free for all. And, you know, so anyone can run for president and it's fine. Excuse me? that you were a backbench congressman that nobody can you don't even talk about your own accomplishments from when you were in the house because you don't have any he was another guy at dinner when we were at mm -hmm. trump tower or trump hotel in dc and oh by the way that's right you were eating dinner out of a building on the front of it was the name of the man that gave you the ability because you know, you were going to run again for Senate against Marco Rubio, but then Marco said that he was going to come back in. So you cucked out of that and said, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then, OK, because you didn't want to run against little Marco. So then you said, all right, well, I've got this infrastructure statewide. Maybe I can roll that into a governor's race. So you went and did that and you were about to lose to Adam Putnam. And then you came to Trump and then you begged and begged and begged and don't even they say, oh, I didn't do that. Yes, he did. He did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he went and begged for the endorsement. And Trump was going to get behind Putnam because everybody thought that Putnam was going to get was going to be the guy. I was like, fine, we wanted a governor who could win. And remember, Florida was a a 50-50 state back then. Wow. Uh the Andrew Gillum, right, the you know, the the Ooh. coke addled sex fiend um <laughs> came within That's right. That was a crazy within, story they found yeah, in the hotel room. Came within just a few votes, like like less than a percentage yeah. of of becoming the governor of Florida and if it was only for Donald Trump and only for the MAGA grassroots who went down there after the election using the slogan and I'm just going to say it Tim, I'm going to say it Hashtag stop the steal. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Hashtag stop Ooh. the steal to fight for Ron DeSantis uh, that oh, that put that over and won Broward County. And there's no recognition of any of that work. There's no recognition of those rallies. There's no recognition or even thanks for putting you there. It's I'm going to run against you because I think I'm better. And now, yes, I'm sure there are people who, you know, found some way to, you know, use verbal judo to be able to say that it's not betrayal, but it is. And I'm sorry, it just is. See, yeah. that makes me want to know who who did it. Like what part of the Republican donor class or who, what political operative was like, 
this is a great idea. We should do it. I wish that we could have a name because that would be interesting to know who twisted one political career because, uh, you know, Donald Trump has a lot to offer the country. He could only be president for four more years. Who is after There is him? a darker potential read on that. Um, you know, because, you know, we were just talking about Kissinger, right? So who would want to talk someone into destroying their own political future by convincing them to do a political suicide run against the most famous conservative in a generation? Somebody who wants the, the neolibs and the neocons to regain power and bingo, push them all out. Mm -hmm. Right. So you incite a MAGA civil war. Yep. Which is exactly what happens. That is what happened. Yeah. You you get you pit MAGA against each other. You split them down the middle. And to be fair, like I, I actually expected DeSantis to run like a real campaign. I have no <laughs> right? idea. Right? He did what not run did. a real campaign. It was so, so bizarre. I mean, there are ways that you can drop bombs on Trump from the right, but they just they just never did. It never came. It was this weird like insinuation kind of thing. And then you know they've kind of started to now, but the the attacks are like really weird and confusing and very like and cringe. Yeah, they said he had a foot fetish. Like right, that stuff is weird too. Like, it doesn't the, make this any is sense. the opposite of meme magic. So yeah, so it's well, a great example. They can't run against his policies it's a great example of so you were talking about me magic before and by the way um, there's a whole other theory i have and maybe it's more of a third hour theory that um the lockdowns in 2020 were actually designed to prevent me magic from seeping back into reality so me magic was kept on lockdown uh, uh, because remember right all, all of manifestation. this manifestation remember folks remember never lose sight of the prize we are in a time traveler chrono war with the globalists that's what's really going on right now what do you mean well steve Again, bannon third hour is, third hour okay steve bannon is uh baron, is baron from, from the future that's right who's been sent back to guide his father um th there's a height you know differential with the with the time space continuum <laughs> no it's you know when you get older you get shorter exactly but steve bannon's actually pretty tall uh he's taller than average yeah, he's not seven one. I mean, I would, no, I would like his tall. younger form. No, but I'm not saying like he's not like five six, five seven. No, 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 no. But I mean, to be fair, I mean, I mean he's, Baron's he's, like he's, seven feet tall. He's the man, but yes, yeah, Baron is enormous. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. Well, but but you. you but so to to my point though is is that um we never get the civil war. So the civil war, you know, it starts, but then it stops. Uh, they have these completely strange attacks on him. They go and and make these absolutely boneheaded political decisions, like like agreeing to debate a guy who's not even running for president. Right? What's um, up with that? That's so weird. Him, which which only has upside for Newsom, right? Mm -hmm. There's, there's no, no upside for DeSantis. There's no upside for DeSantis. Because if he loses, he looks downside. really bad, and if he wins, like he's supposed to, it doesn't matter. He's supposed yeah. to, and he's, it he's doesn't like, matter. I got somebody who's not running. Yeah. Right. Getting him to agree was all to, all Newsom needed. So mm -hmm. so now suddenly. Newsom's got people talking about him as a presidential candidate, which is which plays into his interest in the Democrat shadow primary that's going on right now right. because they want Biden to drop out. Mm -hmm. They want him to do this. Jill won't let it happen because, I mean, uh, man, it was rough, dude. You And you could see Biden looking at like giving the side eye to Jimmy Carter right at that funeral yesterday. And you could tell that he's looking at him going. It's, I also look, want to be in hospice. It's, You're well, right. well, it's, it's, it's rough knowing that that's right. What's right around the corner? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's rough taking at seeing it and have, being confronted with because because deep down he knows, mm -hmm. right? He knows that's that's you know, well, you he's know. got the dementia shuffle going. Folks, on. he's not getting better, mm -mm. right? What he's did, not. What did, what did he say? Trump was a congressman. This. 
He said, yeah, it's earlier today. Yeah, he said he something, something like Trump was a Congress, Congress, Congressman. His Christmas tree fell over. It's a sign that everyone thinks he can't make it, including the universe. There were even reports Aww. early on after Don't the Christmas tree, though, after October seventh, symbol of his administration. It's not yeah. great that um, that Biden was confusing Hamas and Russia and like the Israel Ukraine situation. <laughs> he's, he's tired. Confusing Ukraine and Iraq for years. Yeah. Ukraine Iraq. Yeah, it's and hard so to keep these things straight, especially when you can't remember anything on what was going on because he would say, "Well, why would Putin do that?" And they're like. <laughs> Putin didn't invade Israel. The, how would he do that? Come like, on, man. We got to bomb all these other countries in the way. And, and, it's, and it's just bad. It's just so bad. But, you know, it's it, the one thing that's sad to me is that, you know, I look at the Republican Party and, you know, you look at uh, a guy like Ron DeSantis, who at one point, what I think everyone considered to be just a rising star, someone who had an incredibly bright future. And then you look at these guys, like I said before, like Lil Marco, like Scott Walker, um, you know, Tim Ryan, um, Tim Pawlenty, um, T-Paw. Remember, anyone remember T-Paw? You guys wouldn't even know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, there I were all these him. young guns out there who were going to be like the next heir apparent to the party that are just complete nobodies now. And it's like, good job, dude. Like you decided to troll yourself. But this was relevance. this was a conversation I kept hearing from a lot of pe people. I think I remember Ben Shapiro saying it in particular, like, with DeSantis, they said either you run now or you lose your moment. You don't know that the momentum will be there in four years. And I think that tactic scares a lot of people into bad positions, right? So that's insecurity. What that is, is that's insecurity. So you're you're saying that I'm not good enough on my own. And deep down, you think that you're not good enough on your own. And so you have this insecurity that I need the trappings of power. I need the ability to be the governor while I'm running. Therefore, it doesn't matter that I can immediately after winning re-election from the voters of your state, then turn around, and by the way, not just betray Trump, but betray the voters of your own state, your own electorate, and say, I'm not going to stay here and serve the people of this state, who by the way, I've seen their insurance rates go up like like insane. They, I mean, they've been, they're hit, being hit by hurricane after hurricane, just of insurance rates. Um, not only are you going to betray the guy that put you in office, you're going to betray the people who literally just voted for you to be mm -hmm. their governor. And you're going to go gallivanting around the country running for president in a campaign mm -hmm. that has completely no sense of itself and no, no chance. actual, yeah. No, yeah, chance no chance. And so, no reason for being. So what do you think DeSantis should have done? Because he's term limited, right? He couldn't have run for governor again. What would have been like? Endorse. Endorse. And just then endorse. what would he have done in the interlude for the four years? Whatever he, you want. But if he wants to stay in office, that's that's my thing. Like, Why I do think you have people to stay who, in office? Well, he could have been VP power hungry too. People have he could have, have been VP. Yeah, he could have been VP. Could he have? They're both from Florida, though. He could have been. Then one of them changes the residence. It's not that hard. Uh, Cheney did it. And, and and Trump's in Bedminster anyway, in New Jersey. Well, his he could have but, changed but his saying, residence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, just, it'd have to be Trump. Yeah, or or be. he could be appointed secretary of whatever. He could have been attorney general. Mm. He could have been yep. secretary of Oh, he would have been a good attorney general. Yeah, he was, in, he was, he was a, been a jag officer. He was, he was a jag, jag officer, officer. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting so, that they were just basically well, able to not? scare him into, if you don't do it now, your career is over. It made no sense. And I, I remember talking to, I'll just say DC people, <laughs> DC insiders, who they, they was that same exact line. Well, he has to do it now. And, you know, Christie missed his chance to run in 2012. We're coming off of the governorship and you got to do it. You got to strike when the iron is hot. And it's like, read the room, man, just read the room. And so that being said, you know, I'm glad that this all happened this way, because if someone's political instincts are that bad, imagine if he, he was actually in the Oval Office. Right. Right. Yep. Imagine if he's in the Oval Office and now he's got those people in mm -hmm. his ear that are getting that are convincing him how to act. And they're saying, oh, you got to do it. You got to You just you just got to bomb Iran. 
You just got to do it. No, 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 no. You got to bomb Iran. You got to strike while the iron's hot. They paid Hamas off. You just got to go. And there were people like Lindsey Graham who just, you know, anything happens. He's like, bomb Iran. Henry Kissinger died. Bomb Iran. We just got to bomb Iran because they they killed Kissinger. No, no. He's he's 100 years old, Lindsey. Like, no, just, well, I mean, uh, it's like the second coming. In his memory, we have to do that. Yeah, second coming of of McCain in many ways. And then you get John McCain heels, who is Nikki Haley, you know, Mm -hmm. running, uh, which, which I love that, you know, having Jamie Dimon come out for her at that same event, you know, it's, so it's like Wall Street basically just saying, yes, we fully support the military industrial yes. complex. Yes. Let's get let's get it all back together. So the neocons are, keep trying to sort of like come back in. And to some extent, a lot of them lined up behind DeSantis as well. Mm-hmm. So I think you had a lot of these vested interests that were were shut out of the Trump administration uh, and certainly didn't agree with Trump on foreign policy, absolutely didn't agree with him when it came to trade, certainly didn't agree with him when it came to immigration. And they saw Ron DeSantis as a sort of vehicle whereby in they could push their own interests and their own agenda by potentially seeing if they could unseat Trump in the primary. And, you know, there was definitely an opening that DeSantis, I think, could have made it, you know, maybe a little bit more competitive, but just the way that he conducted himself, it's, 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 it well, is the- going to be studied for years to come as just a complete debacle and of a of a presidential campaign and a, a total misunderstanding of how politics works in the Internet. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Era. Well, you brought up the book tour, too, which I remember when that was happening and you're just looking around going, he's running. Why won't he just say he's running? Why won't he just say he's running? And the people that surround him in this campaign have really advised him so poorly. They tell him to stay away from certain press. They tell mm-hmm. him to go all in on other stuff. They're telling him to stay away from TPUSA. They came up with that ridiculous announcement on Twitter, which didn't make any sense because it was the most lackluster possible announcement. You know, there were ways to make that work and be effective and and fun and buoyant, and it just wasn't. Well, and Libby, like, I'm just going to say it. They were lying to people. Mm-hmm. They were lying to people like crazy, saying that he wasn't running. Mm-hmm. He said he was, and you know, he slipped That's up the, the other thing, day. Too, they kept saying it. He slipped up the other day on that Laura Ingram interview where he said, you know, back in 2022, I was the only candidate who said that we should have change at the RNC. And then he catches himself. I mean, I was the only one who became later a candidate who said that. <laughs> Is that what he said? I be- who became later a candidate? Uh, something along something, those lines. Something along that's those lines. ridiculous. So he catches himself before she says something and then he came in to correct it. But it was that classic Freudian slip where he knew that he'd basically just given away the game to say, yeah, okay, yeah, obviously I was running for president. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to Super Chats. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, share the show with your friends and head over to TimCast.com. Click join us to support our work. If you like the show, you think we do a good job. We rely on viewers like you to uh, run the company and expand and do everything we're doing. But we're going to have that members only uncensored show coming up at 10 and... I have a special announcement at 10 for you in light of recent events. So I I strongly encourage you all to be there and be ready for the beginning of the Uncensored Members Only Show for that special announcement. Uh, Special uh, uh, announcement, we'll call it that. All right. uh, Kilted Carnivore says, not first again, despite the fact you are first, sir. 
You see, he's hedging his bet. He doesn't know if he's going to be first, so he says he's not. Then when he is, it's, oh, look, you know, there I was actually first. He has first. to have some more confidence. He can't be like DeSantis over here. Yeah. You got to be a little more confident. Like, like they, they, Ridley Scott has this whole, you know, movie about how men shouldn't be ambitious. And it's, it's called Napoleon, but it's not about the actual <laughs> Napoleon. It's about a guy who thinks he's Napoleon. And so he just, run, he, and he's just constantly getting cucked by his wife. And then it leads him to, to, you know, more poorer and poorer decisions. Whereas the real Napoleon was someone who was increasingly confident and was willing to be that, uh, just that, that man of destiny as Hegel described him. Yeah. All right. We got Alpha Turkey says Disney should be awarded a defense contract after producing more bombs than Lockheed Martin. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. That's amusing. Uh, amusing. <laughs> Need drums in here so she can do the rim shot. Yeah, uh, we have a cajon. Oh, we do actually have drums here. That's true. Serge, yeah. get out. Rim shot. We'll have okay. drums here for this Friday. Yeah. They want to do full band. They do. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's going to be that's gonna be great. Producing I guess we're doing a... F I hope we can do the audio. I think I, I should work out. Uh, the Defiant fun. is going to be here. Yep. So super excited. Seriously? Yeah. It's Dickie Barrett and Pete Parada. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. I'm, all right. I'm going to fly Mighty back Boston. from Japan just for that. <laughs> and then go back. Go back. Yeah, we're for we're we're having uh we're having him on the show. Pete Prada, of course, he's done drums for our music. He's mm -hmm. super cool, super cool dude. Dickie Barrett, everybody knows. Come on, he's mighty mighty boss tones. So are you guys like doing a show and then the last yep. hours then? And then uh, at ten, at they're 10. gonna they're right. gonna play some music, and uh, we have this massive band setup. It's gonna be awesome. So I guess we're gonna have a full drum set. Is yep. it is it wow. members only? No 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 live on YouTube. Live on YouTube at ten. Yep. Okay. And then what we what we're gonna do is. When we uh, book more and more musical guests for the for the end of the show on Friday night, we're gonna put those clips on the Trash House Records oh, YouTube nice. to have this like library of That's music, awesome. That's and we'll probably cool. do other special events. Super excited! I keep I keep telling Phil like we want all that remains, and he's like, yeah, we'll get it. And I'm like, come on, man! Like we want all that. Can remains. they do acoustic stuff? Uh, it has to be an acoustic set. It's like a Tiny Desk concert that like NPR yeah. does, right? They can do unplugged. I mean, I guess the Defiant's gonna go full band, yeah. and I, I I mean we we definitely have the means to do to do it. We just need more space. Yeah, it's yeah, just that's the, the new studio is bigger. Yeah, and so it'll be a lot easier. Well, I would, there, I would pan those cameras. There's, there's enough space there. there yeah, is. there's enough for sure. I would pan the cameras, guys, but they're off right now. So we're, we're just gonna have to move the cameras because the original setup was like two seats, acoustic yeah. set. Yeah, and uh, they were like, we could do full band, and I'm like, all right, yeah. let's roll. Carter's, <laughs> like been, Carter's been overtime on it, but we'll get it done. Yeah, I was gonna we'll say, are yeah. you producing or is Carter? Uh, Carter will be here for the after show. We haven't really decided yet. We'll figure that out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, capturing all of that live sound. It's not going to be easy. It's a lot. It'll, yeah. it'll work. But, but, I, but I, I, I think we, I think we've got it easily. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, Carter. Carter is really great at getting that music, so I think we'll be good. Let's grab some more. Uh, Andrew Ling, uh, Lignall says YouTube won't let me write any variation of F after the word go. Super. <laughs> I just wanted to cheer on Elon. Well, we got it in the title, I guess. I wonder if it negatively impacted the show. And if you wagered Weird. Texas with a dollar sign, yeah. We'll grab some more super chats. Bricktop says, Jack, why do you always look so sad in photos? Uh, He's a sad guy. This is what not sad looks like. <laughs> <laughs> do that again. <laughs> that is very un-Jack expression. All right. T-Rex Pet Shop says, you know we're winning when the news lies about a Kansas Chiefs fan calling a kid racist, but he ends up being Native American. Must be embarrassing. They can't find racism. They have to lie about it. Yo, that story is so wild. 
This gets crazy. better and better every this day. This Native American kid wears a headdress. His, and his grandfather is like a chieftain. Yes, yeah. like a tribal like council actual, leader. Isn't his dad like on the chief's board or something? Like he's, an actual, he's an actual yeah. Kansas City chief. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they were like, he's racist for wearing half black, half red. And, uh, and then they show the video of him doing the tomahawk with like a bunch of black guys. The, the, right. the, the, the black team members are doing the, the, the chop with him. Yeah, the, the chop kid. with him. And, and the, the kid's Native American and his grandfather is on a tribal count, government council. He's like, right. he's, he's a chief. Yeah. Which, which I'm, I was going to say, like, all, the, all the naming of American sports teams after Native American warriors, after Indian warriors, you know, supposed to it. It, it was supposed to be a mark of honor yep. as in... Yes. These are incredible warriors. They're, They're noble aspirational. warriors. Yeah. It's aspirational. Tough. You wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't want to name yourself after like a loser or someone right. who's like. It's a. Mar it's what's, always meant as a badge of honor. What's What's the thing they do in New Zealand? Oh, the haka. The haka. Yeah, they yeah, gotta the stop that. Yeah, it's racist. Haka, yeah. That thing is so cool when they do that. I love when they. It's, it's not bro. just New Zealand. It's oh, because like white Tonga, people are doing it. No, I just think it's cool when they. Yeah. I mean, New Zealanders are. Libby white, was Libby was doing her haka the other day. We had, we asked we had to ask her to like, stop politely. We asked yo, her politely was, but firmly to stop the haka. Right. I was I was reading about Maori fighters. I was playing Civilization, and they were they were crazy. Yeah, yeah. European colonists struggled against yeah. them more than any other indigenous that's why population. They, not, that's why there's a lot of Maori. Like, that's right. They didn't and, get and, rid and, of them. And, and that's why I I don't know the history, but something like. Often the Europeans conquered, and I think with the Maori it was like a ceasefire. Yeah, yeah. This, that, the wow. British were trying to take over in New Zealand; they just couldn't really. Yeah, the, know, the Maori warriors were just like Ain't the other happen. thing too right. with the with the removal of Indian names and Indian symbols in America with all mm -hmm. of that removal. They didn't do that in New Zealand. No, we're doing it here though. We are trying, and what's happening trying. is that is basically going to spell the erasure it's of erasure. Indian exactly. culture yeah. from exactly. mainstream culture because we're not seeing a whole bunch of, you know, indigenous Native American culture coming up. Mm -hmm. We're just destroying what has been there they, representing them. They in, took in, away in, Aunt Jemima. Yeah, I yeah. hate that. That's too. Remember they so used to have offensive. the um remember you used to like on on the side I remember big rigs, you know, on just on the highway, they used to always have like an Indian chief on the door or on the hood yeah. or something. Oh, those and the cigar store Indians. Yeah, it was just it was just a symbol that you would see around. It was never meant as like mocking. It was just Americana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we destroyed it because we're, you know, progressive and we're good at understanding people. Apparently, right, but we're not going to fix the reservation right. system. No. no. <laughs> right. And apparently no. <laughs> it's less racist to erase Indian culture from American culture than it is to honor it and see look it. At, look at Lando Lakes. They got rid of the Native American, but yeah. they kept the land. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing about that is it was a Native American guy who drew that picture. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, well, Cousin Tease is now here to solve this problem. He wasn't self-hating. He drew it as a as a point of pride. He loved it. Mm -hmm. He was so proud of his drawing. But he was brainwashed a little bit. You don't understand no, because no, no, no. you're brainwashed oh too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Classic post-millennial. Totally we, ridiculous. Look, we need to figure out how to get this anti-Times Square speeding up. I've got too many spinning plates. And so with what working on with the coffee shop, I'm like, we want to have this strip in Martinsburg be all of these parallel economy businesses. We got to figure out how to ramp that up. And I don't. Yeah, because I, I want to come hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we should have an Angel Studios movie theater. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, how do we wrangle all these cats and say, guys, like, let's prioritize this. All the all the marketing runoff is pure gold for everybody. Like your businesses will succeed next to their business. You know, we, I was telling Jeremy, well, if Michael Knowles, a cigar shop. What is it, what is I it? think you'd have Mayflower? to work with you know, the, the companies Michael that are already there because there is a cigar shop in Martinsburg. It's been around forever. I think well, then we would have to, like we, get product there. You know well, what I mean? Right? Because we the one the one the one rule is you can't disrupt the generational businesses. The generational business have to be reinforced. 
So the people who are like third or fourth generation in Martinsburg should be succeeding and expanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the, that's the goal. But it'd be cool if the the one that's there is the only place in town you can buy Michael's cigars. It right. Drive traffic there. Which exactly. Would be cool. There are ways to partner with it, I think. That's right. Yeah, that's a great idea. All right. Shard Falcors Gaming says, Cast Brew Instant Crosslands Coffee Crystals. N we're working on Graphene Dream. That's uh, Ian's signature blend. I miss Ian. I miss him when I'm not He's here. He's gone. He just, he just ditched us. I miss, I miss his musk. Became a <laughs> cloud musk. of graphene and drifted away. I miss his... I miss his his aura. His aura. His yeah, aura. Well, we have aura a lot still of, a little bit here. It's a little we bit. We have better, a lot of little Ian toys over little, here. Little glass mushrooms. Little glass mushrooms. The graphene got is still here. Little rocks. There's Dude, graphene. Infused with Ian. He just keeps getting somewhere. more and more rocks. I mean, I got to be honest. I bought him a lot of these rocks. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> I, he likes rocks. <sighs> and so, so it's like. Graphene. It would be if, good for the growing boy to give him. We, <laughs> we go out and they'll like. Dude, a lot of stores sell rocks. I'm not kidding. No, for whatever a, reason. My son used to Tim collect rocks. I don't know what happened to that collection. Yeah, especially in this area. You go to a gas station, they'll have bags of rocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, I'll grab like, a bag a of gift. rocks. Well, because you're in the yeah. you're, That and you're soap, in right? Right. Yeah. They like rocks out here. They're, the rocks are, are good. Well, I mean, that's what that's what built this entire community. Is, is, is let's, let's read this one. DMZ Pro says, hey, Tim, are these late night shows like Kimmel really getting millions of views on their YouTube videos in a day? Or could the numbers be sus? Um, That's default. That's normies. And so the way it works is when you go to YouTube, like like open a private tab and open up YouTube and then guess what you're going to see? Congratulations. So I wouldn't say that people are enjoying the content, but people are certainly being force fed it. It's like it's front loaded. Yeah. And it's such BS because if you like this is proof of, in my opinion, narrative collusion with big tech. I mean, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a bunch of hard reasons, but come on. You have with Patrick Bet David, with Steven Crowder, with Timcast IRL, insert any other organically grown podcast or show. And the the math is simple. If someone made a show from the ground up on their own without external support, it must be good. If you are dumping millions into maintaining this show that is losing ratings, it must be bad. So why then does YouTube put them on the front page? Well, and again, because you, if you remember that during the, the writer strike, um, all of them went off air and nobody noticed for a while. Yep. Right. And then at one point they tried to launch like a joint, I forget what it was called. You remember what it was called? Yeah, Strike Force 5. It was Strike like Force, Stephen Colbert. Ridiculous name. Yeah, it was all of these. Uh, where they all came together just, just like this and it was awful and yeah. nobody watched it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they were saying how any revenue would go to the writers who weren't getting paid because they were on strike. So I, I actually so you felt guilty and watched out of sympathy. I did not watch I'm it. Gonna, not you, but <laughs> maybe others did. I'm going to say I think the views may be fake in some capacity or they're just like those websites where it says 25 photos of celebrities and you've never seen. And then when you load it, there's 800 ads. And mm -hmm. then whenever you want to see the next photo, you got to click next. That's probably what they're, the kind of views they're getting. I get um, all my news from the post millennial. But after that, I get all my news from those, those click pages. I'm the guy who clicks on yes. all of them. I, I click just, on those too. <laughs> I just sit and click those but, all but, day but long. But here, here's a point I want to make. When <laughs> I hate they that can't I that. drive any kind of real influence, then they don't matter at all. Even if someone did watch they're not having any impact on the individuals. Shows like this are. Patrick Bet David, Crowder, obviously. These are shows that are actually influencing people. And, uh, you know, we talked to, uh, I think Matt Gates brought this up. He's like, man, it's so different. You go on Fox News and no one ever brings it up. You go on TimCast and everyone's like, oh, I saw you on TimCast. Mm -hmm. Like, because these shows are real people watching. It's also... And, you know, this is the difference between um, active, engaged viewership versus cable news, which is passive. So cable news is a passive mm -hmm. viewership because it's on, 
but it's on the background. So, you know, uh, my parents are like this, but if you were, if you were over your, your parents' house for Thanksgiving or your grandparents, you notice they just kind of always have a TV on that's just in the house, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's on and it's there it's like and it's filling noise. the background. Yeah. It's like white noise. And then you can kind of tell, you know, what side of the political aisle they're on, depending on, on what they're yeah, watching. What so, the if white noise is. so if it's Fox or if it's CNN or it's NBC, MSNBC, like, you know, you're, you're really in for it if it's there. And so that doesn't mean though that they're sitting down and actively engaging in what they're listening to mm-hmm. and so Far yeah they might be on in whatever nielsen x number of households but that doesn't mean that to gates's point that okay you're on in the households but those households right. aren't necessarily paying attention or, whereas a show like this a show like human events a show like war room you, you've got to search that out exactly and so you're going to be actively listening to it this of course by the way comes up a ton in uh, podcast advertising where they say, okay, it may not be as many viewers at, or listeners as cable news, but they're more engaged, which means your conversion rate's going to be higher. Yep. So that's that, that's another big component is uh, when people went, and we see this with our own sales with Cast Brew, It's the, the sales are way higher doing direct shout outs yes. as opposed to buying ads. That's right. Let's read this one. We got Ryan Kirchmeier says, PBD had Chris Cuomo on. He sounded a lot like you. What happened and would you have him on? Did Patrick Bet David ask him about staging that fake uh, uh, COVID when thing? he climbed out of his basement yeah, and yeah. said, I just came out of my basement, so, like right after he'd been at a party in the Hamptons. Uh, no, he was at his house. He was at his property. Right. But when, he had been at a party. He was at a party before that? Yeah. Like, I knew that he was at his, he was visiting wasn't his at a party. Well, he was seen out. He was, right? he seen, was seen out. He was yeah. seen on his property, which was under construction. So I'd love to have him on. And the first question he claimed is, he was quarantine the whole why time, did you fake being in quarantine during COVID? Were you told? To, like, first question. Then whatever he says, I direct an answer and then i'd say were you directed to do this by your superiors at cnn yeah maybe the guy would be like yeah we faked it they told me to do mm-hmm. i'd be like wow so if he wants to come on the show i'd love to have him on to be fantastic and that's the first question i have i think him. he generally said something more along the lines of like hey there were a lot of things i did that i'm not proud of so he he, made he did some, answer like, it. he made some like no he didn't ask the question directly but there was like a general but I mean, like, PBD, sense did pbd ask why did you fake being under quarantine i didn't see that yeah, I feel like we Gotta need more asked. specific questions for this guy. Otherwise, yeah. he's going to give a lot of skating People, on the edge. Like I get that answers. he wants to right. So I get that he wants to be like, uh, oh, I'm just a fair guy now. I'm not in the tank. Okay, that's fine. But you need to like you need to actually come clean mm-hmm. about all the things that you. But did. if he doesn't come clean, he gets enough sympathy and potentially he could go back in because that's all ultimately what he really wants. But he has to be accepted that's what he really back. Wants. Has a hundred percent. That's hundred percent right? right. Does he have a show? He has a show on some channel. Uh, news, oh, news Nation. No, but that's her point right. is her point is that. If he doesn't attack CNN and they get oh, new he leadership, gets shot, yeah. he could get like, he could come <laughs> back. Nation is not the same thing. He wants to go back. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's read this. We got uh, Stronger Than Stone says, I respect you, Tim, but I really wish you would lay off the UFO stuff. It's fine if you don't believe it, but please don't insult your fans that do. If you took any of that as an insult to people who believe in UFOs, literally not what you said. have internalized that. And you are are are, are, are it's something inside you, man, because uh, I when did when did I when did I say the UFOs weren't real? No, I was you, saying that you they, said they were exploiting people. Right. Yeah, they they release UFO, UFO information, information. real or fake. No, I think I I said it's real. Like a guy will see a UFO mm-hmm. and then they'll have a document, but it doesn't matter to them. Right. And then when the Hunter Biden stuff comes out, they'll release it. So yeah, I yeah. believe these guys are seeing strange phenomena. I wonder what they are. My thing is that the Biden administration, it. rather than being like, we're going to give this to you in honesty and transparency, this stuff that's going on that you guys have been raising questions about, they're using it to cover up their own schemes. Remember and the that's Titanic sort of cheapening the experience. Remember the Titanic submarine? Yeah, that they was did a the total Titanic submarine up. right when the Hunter Biden report was coming out yeah. and they they lied. 
and said, mm-hmm. remember the pinging? Oh, we hear pinging. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's going on. They knew from the start that that thing yep. had gone. They knew on Sunday. Blue. and They, yeah. they did, knew, yes. and they lied to the family. Mm-hmm. They lied to the entire country. Everybody was talking about that. I think I may have been on TimCast during that. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it was a huge deal. And we were trying mm-hmm. to figure out what was going on. Were they trapped? They knew the whole time. Remember they, they were like, they, they were at this point, updates. they would have run out of oxygen. They were, there the was the like Coast Guard was giving us updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the media, the media had like a countdown of the oxygen. And they knew, and the Biden administration knew all along. Because they had heard And then an James explosion. Cameron, yeah. James Cameron came out and started yelling at them. He said, yeah. this is a cover-up operation. Mm-hmm. Well, because they had heard an explosion on Sunday. Yep. And they reported to the Coast Guard. It was like the Navy had heard an explosion. They told the Coast Guard that they'd heard an explosion. Well, I remember saying that because I said, look, given where it is in the water, we would have heard that if this Mm -hmm. thing exploded. So me, you know, I wasn't willing to go there yet to say that the Coast Guard and the Navy would be in on it. Right? Even I, even I couldn't believe that our military and our Coast Guard had been so far gone that they would just lie to us about something like that. But they did. And they did. They did it right in front of all of us. Yeah. All right. Logic Plague says, we need to start emailing advertisers who work with woke companies and ask them how they feel about working with Marxist terrorists. Incorrect. That won't do anything. That you are in the bottom tier. What you, uh, what would be effective, and I'm not advocating necessarily right now, would be if you emailed companies and asked them why they were advertising on Disney. Disney is fascist and, and supports the murder of Muslims. And then... Disney's going to, you know, uh, uh-oh, a big brand is going to be like, we don't want to be associated with Islamophobia. Well, Disney thanked the the, uh, the the security forces that are, I mean, the things they're doing to the Uyghur Muslims are, are nightmarish. It's like, I, I, I'm at a loss for words. I mean, uh, forced abortions, rape and murder. I mean, these things are nightmarish. And uh, Disney well, it's, it's, it's 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 actually it's demographic replacement is what they're trying to do. Oh yeah, this is and this is trying to state goal. The CCP stated goal in Xinjiang, which by the way they they were doing this to an extent and are doing this to an extent in Tibet as well, which the left Make used to Han. used to understand. Um, well, they call it Sinization. Right. But yeah, Sinization. they're they're sending yep. they're sending as many Han Chinese there. They're put making incentives, financial incentives for. So I've been to Xinjiang. I've been to Tibet. Um, that you have, you are financially incentivized to go in there. And even when I was there uh, over a decade ago, you could tell that there were these huge areas of the city that were all for Han Chinese. And it was mm-hmm. all in Mandarin Chinese. Um, you wouldn't see yeah. any Arabic anywhere. You wouldn't see any of the Uyghur language. And then you would go to other areas and it's like they became ghettos, ghettoized in their own cities. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was over a decade ago. Yeah. All right. What do we got here? Mary Everett says, so is my rumble stock finally going to stop falling? I went big two years ago and lost half so far. Um, I, have a, I have a decent amount of rumble stock. Not, I say decent amount. I don't think it's that much. It's not like I got like millions of shares or anything. I have a very small amount. But um, when you buy stock in a new company that goes public, yeah, it goes down. That That's literally why they go public. They, they're raising money. So if you believe in the company, buy the stock. If you're trying to buy stock to gamble, I don't know, man, that sounds risky. I don't want to give anybody any financial advice, but I, it, it sounds to me like a bad idea to be like, I'm going to buy a bunch of stock and then hope I make a bunch of money off it. I mean, maybe you'll get a few percentage gain. I'm actually really confident the growth of Rumble. That's why I bought stock. I'm like, man, in five, 10 years, this company is going to be massive. These shares are going to be worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you just sit, sit around and wait, I guess. I don't know. Do whatever you want. Do what your financial advisor tells you to do. 
Who was it? Like there's everyone, all, all those athletes who did endorsements for like Binance and oh yeah, right, FTX, and they all got sued FTX. and yeah. stuff because they were telling people to do it. Yeah, that's why I'm always like, no financial advice. Yeah, that's yeah. like the one, no medical, no financial advice. That's, that's, that's a great story about that because everyone, everyone gave their endorsement, like everybody. Nope. Yeah, they were paying fat stacks, yeah. paying fat stacks. All right, let's 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 see where are we at. Where are we at? Paul Tascolo says, Theory Hunter testifies mid-December, puts on a show. That morning, Joe Biden issues a pardon for himself and Hunter, resigns the presidency, Kamala takes over, Dems get their first black female president, freeing Newsom to run in 2024. Yeah, I mean, the all of the permutations of that aren't going to work because Joe and Jill refuse to leave. Mm -hmm. They're all trying to get them to leave and they just completely refuse. Yeah, they won't give it up. No. Yep, yep. Where are we at? Loyal Snoop Doge says less censorship and less advertising. Elon is making Twitter great again. <laughs> well, if uh, if everybody does sign up for that, uh, you know, for for Twitter Pro or whatever they what is it called? I don't know the blue check. Blue, Twitter Blue. Yeah. There Twitter's you go. Blue. Then uh, pay for a product that you like, and the and the company runs itself. And then I, I I love the idea that even if you don't want to pay, you can still use it and still read information and still post and do whatever you want. I think Elon's got some pretty great ideas. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a challenge, but I hope he wins. He's completely right about the advertisers. Tell him to screw off. In fact, he should, he said, everyone's going to know the companies that did this. Well, replace the ads that they were supposed to buy with a message saying this company has pulled off ads, boycotting the political opinions of people on this platform. You know, mm -hmm. that'd be tight. You can get real hard with it, actually. I think the reason why Media Matters went after Elon, I think this is actually fairly obvious. Elon announced that From the River to the Sea would be banned, that Decolonize would be banned, and oh, then yeah. immediately Media Matters goes after him. And if you look at the tweets from Media Matters employees, they are anti-Israel. Yeah, they sure are. There they, went, yeah, they, are. they went right after Elon because Elon was was critical of Hamas. Well, and end of the leftist protests. Well, and you saw there were even there were even members of SPLC's union that signed on to straight up pro Hamas statements. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, so, that, so that's well, why they're going the, after Elon. Yeah, and, and these, these are, are the, the people that lead mm -hmm. to advertiser boycotts. Exactly, and these are the people who then you know a bunch of Democratic congressmen like Adam Schiff and Dan Goldman signed on to a letter uh, to Twitter and. Um, to Elon Musk and Linda Yaccarino talking about how concerned they were about hate speech on the platform and what else. And they were citing media matters. Mm -hmm. That's where they, it's like a pipe. Media matters gets treated like it's a reliable source and it's not. It's just last super chat. Waffle sensei says, would you kindly spin the UFO? Yes. I feel like we haven't done this in a <laughs> while. Spin commenced. It's going. That's just what's happening. Imagine saying Tim Pool is anti-UFO when he's got one right next to him. Yeah, it's pretty cool, too. All right, that's going pretty well. All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show if you really do like it. Um, and, and any of the shows, if you watch Pop Culture Crisis, sharing is it. Podcasts grow because of word of mouth. And if people like it, they keep watching. But also go to TimCast.com. Click join us. The members only uncensored show will be starting in just a few minutes. And I've got a, I've got a special an an announcement. I don't know if announcement's the right word. I have a statement to make hmm. that, I, that, I, that, I, that I would like you to hear. A proclamation? And, uh, Something you want to get off your chest. 
something to something to be said. Almost like a confession. Something, something Ooh, to be said. It's bouncing now. So, Look at that. Yeah, uh, the science. The Tim math or the UFO. Really cool. But anyway, uh, you can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me personally at Timcast. Jack, would you like to shout anything out? Yeah, humanevents.com. Everybody needs to go there. Uh, this is your best op-ed foreign policy site that you can find. Uh, except, of course, for Hannah Claire, who needs to finish her christmas order over at mypillow.com a lot of pressure in this room tonight to order pillow quite a lot i haven't seen the deals you are, want me are, to be are, online the, shopping the, during the, our conversation that sounds rude what do you think i'm doing over here oh man so he admits <laughs> he's rude i'm sorry can people find you on the internet at any social media sites or handles oh, no they know. no i should completely okay. i i live the life of a hermit the people know the people know in the yeah. nude well i'm hannah claire brimlow i'm a writer for this cool new site called scnr.com otherwise known as scanner.com i'm there with a ton of the people from or all the people from the timcast news team and i'm grateful to be a part of it they're working really hard on some cool stuff if you want to follow me personally you can follow me on instagram at uh, hannahclair.b on twitter at hc brimlow you should follow at timcast news on all the social media platforms still you can see scanners work there and of course libby's with us again thanks hannah i'm libby emmons you, you call me hannah hannah Claire. that's a hate crime Oh my goodness. You're fired. Do you know I know a lot of Hannah's? And so. Just, Am I the only Hannah Claire you know? You're and the you've just only Hannah me? Claire that I know. Libby's fired. <laughs> Tweet at Libby about how she doesn't know my name. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is so narcissistic of you to like. Be to obsessed, want my name to be, be pronounced correctly. Your name. I'm sorry that my name means something to me. It means anyway. nothing to you. <laughs> Libby's you destroying no my identity idea. one wow. second at a time. Okay. All right. Enough with the transphobic comments. Just come up with a nickname. Um, Right? I'm going to work on that next. Yeah. I'll ask you to do it. Anyway, I'm Libby Emmons. You can find me at Libby Emmons on Twitter. And you can check out all the great work we're doing at thepostmillennial.com and humanevents.com. And you can subscribe at postmillennial.com slash subscribe. And I am Surge.com. It's good to have you back, Jack. And uh, it's promo code POSO, I think. Boom! Yeah. Powerful yeah. promo code POSO. There are no other promo codes. Jack probably sells like 10,000 pillows every time he comes on this show. <laughs> you know, it's it's actually funny because when we look at the numbers, so Lindell was on the other day and he was like, he was like, he was like, oh yeah, promo code Tanya, that's your wife, right? I was like, I was like, yeah. He's like, he's, he's like, because you know, I see those numbers come in and she's actually, I was like, Mike, you don't need to, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to get to. And then Kyle Rittenhouse, because he's got his book, which by the way, they, so we've got the promo codes. We do not get a cut from Kyle Rittenhouse for not doing that. I just didn't feel it would be right. But he added on promo code Tanya as well. And he was like, yeah, she's actually got more than you. So. Wow. wow. Well, Tanya is a delightful She's oh, we're gonna she go is. to the She's members only uncensored show so uh thanks for hanging out everybody and we'll see you over at timcast.com in a couple minutes Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.